Welcome to Talk That Talk, where we have the unfiltered, unscripted, uncomfortable conversations about band, HBCU band culture, music, education, and more. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast and also find us on all social media networks at Real Talk That Talk. And now, let's start the show. Y'all go ahead and smash that like daddy now, so you ain't got to worry about it later. If you go ahead and hit it now, you don't got to worry about it later. If you give us a thumbs down... I'm not even going to be mad with you, but just go ahead and give us something. All right. Also, please make sure you subscribe to the Passion is Network and turn on your notifications. This episode will be up on all of your podcasts and networks. Uh, just make sure you type in Talk That Talk, except for on Apple Podcasts, where you can type in Real Talk That Talk, and it should come right up for you. All right. Also, make sure that you go ahead and check out that Patreon. We're going to get you right on that Patreon. All right. All right. So, um, Let's go ahead and kick this thing off. On last week, we started the conversation talking about the young lady from USC. And um, I don't even think you were, I don't think you had tapped in at that time when we were talking about her. But um, but uh, we started talking about that and we gave our opinions and thoughts on that, which, which, which at that time, we had kind of cleared the air. Everything was kind of done. We had moved forward amicably. Uh, and everybody had had their thoughts and, and, and which was cool. Um, but more recently, a lot of people have been, well, excuse me, more recently, um, they were on the Jennifer Hudson, um, show, sure. which first of all, when the heck did Jennifer Hudson get a show? When did this happen? I didn't, I didn't know. This, I didn't know. This is out of nowhere. Like, I mean, I, I guess, I mean, I don't know if they're grooming her to be the next Oprah. I don't know, but. That was that was random. I just never knew she had a show. But anyway, so um, she was on the show or they were on the show. And uh, I, I saw the clip and then I started looking and perusing and everybody was passing the clip around. And um, the conversation came back up again. And a lot of people were saying, eh, well, I knew this was going to happen, blah, 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 blah. But then within within the um interview the young lady said something very interesting that that really stood out to a lot of people and i'm not gonna say it verbatim uh but i'm gonna try to paraphrase it the best i can she said something to the degree of um young ladies who look like her uh have not been able to see that kind of dancing or be around that kind of dance it was something to that nature um, and maybe somebody in the, in the comment section will give me the word for word, um, you know, statement of what she said, but it got a lot of people triggered and it brought the conversation back up again. And I felt like we needed to truly have this conversation. And, um, I saw one of my former students who posted something, um, and, and I want to try to bring it up and, and see if I can, um, give his actual statement because I want to make sure I get it right. So he says PWI is doing fifths USC starting an HBCU style dance team that went viral. Yeah. Might as well say they're taking over a culture we worked really hard for. Um, so that was his post. And, and so I find it very interesting that these things are happening. And, and I'm not going to say that this is the first time that anything like this has happened. Be quiet. All right. Uh, but I said, be quiet. Anyway, but um, I got We got to go ahead and get into this. So, first question on the table, and me and you gonna go back and forth. And and when Portia comes in, I'm pretty sure she's gonna have a lot to say about it. 
Um, so I want to make sure I give her her time on that. And she might go in. So here's the first question. Are we afraid of our band, our HBCU band culture being stolen or heavily borrowed in the next generation? Are we afraid of our HBCU band culture being stolen or heavily borrowed in the next generation? Me and Quan, you go first. <laughs> um, I don't, I don't think afraid, but I think we need to do a better job of protecting it. Um, when you really like break down this question, I guess my answer will come from this point of view. What's ours and what, what, what truly can we say this is ours? You know what I'm saying? Are we going to start at the portion of, um, at the inaugural years of Dr. William P. Foster? Are we going to start there and then go forward? But if we're going to be honest, a lot of it is being borrowed now, you know, from the, the necks and, you know, different things like that, but vice versa, you know, things, things of that nature. But I'm going to be honest with you for me it's, it's music. And I don't feel like anyone can own it. I don't, I don't think anyone can own own it. Um, I don't think anyone can own a culture just because Eminem is a great rapper. That doesn't mean he owns hip hop or he owns rap. Doesn't he's a part of it that influenced it to others. Um, but this question is hard for me because if you look at every other culture, they have something specifically that's attached to them that they protect. Prime example, there, there is such thing as a Chinatown. There is a such thing as, um, I know in Houston, we have the Mahatma Gandhi district, right? We don't have an African town or a Nigerian town. You know, we don't have that. But I do believe African-Americans, we influence the masses and we influence the world. Um, but we're also freely giving to everybody. But when it comes to band, I'm going to be honest. And, may, you know, I'm, I hate to ask the question with a question, but what would you say we own in regards of our black HBCU band culture? What, what is it that we own, uh, Julian? So I, and, and I'm glad you asked that because, see, you got to remember when I when I ask these questions, I ask these questions to actually, you know, get an answer you know what i'm saying so yeah. uh but no i think that goes back to once again the conversation that we had a long time ago um what is culture what is what is the culture that we establish right like my culture may be different from your culture my idea of what culture may be different from what your idea of culture is you know we we constantly talk about protecting the culture what does that look like? What is that in the, in the, especially in the band world? Um, because I think that goes back to exactly what I said earlier uh, on last show. A lot of the things that we call culture was borrowed when it comes to band. Right. You know, so how do we, how do we really say what culture is and how we define that and what that looks like? I don't know. I don't really have an answer to that. Right. So because like when you when you think about like, OK, um, Southern University patterns in motion, like we know where that comes from. Like we have documentation of where that comes from. 
Um, now, I think because like when you say, uh, are we afraid of the HBCU band culture to be borrowed? I'm sorry, heavy, is it heavily borrowed or stolen? The truth is we took things from our counterparts as well and then made it our own by the tunes that we played. You know, um, there are some great musician and aficionados that has turned it and made it ours, you know, like dance routines and different things like that. I remember back in the day, fam, you used to, used, it used to look like it was a victory line where the drum majors would run down the middle, you know, and then Morris Brown did the same thing as well. Like we made it our own, but the truth is, was that ours to begin with all, or is that just band culture? Uh, I think bottom line, when you speak about this, this young lady from the USC, I don't have an issue with her doing it. Like, let, let me be clear. I don't have an issue with her doing that. But I do think she has to be very, very careful on how you introduce it to people. Um, I think um, at the end of the day, she is introducing something to a university that may not have ever seen it ever, right? But it's important because I did see a portion of the interview where she says it comes from historical black colleges and universities and that USC is a uh, predominantly white institution, but she feels that students that look like her need that space. Right? So my thing is when she said that I was good, but from your comment that you paraphrase, that's a slippery slope because the dancing dolls, J sets, golden girls, they've been doing that for years. And I think what's frustrating and, and I'm just speaking, you know, my thought, what may be frustrating is, is it that because she's at USC, it's a brighter light and you have others that have been doing it for years and just being noticed like what, and, and again, I've never been a dancer, so I would literally have to, I wish Maya was here to answer this, this question because what's, what's the real, what's the frustrating part about her? Is it being USC? Because let's be honest, if this was a bunch of white girls, would we really have an issue with it? And then that's a whole different story. I think we would. But, yeah. You see what I'm saying? But, but she's, she, she's a, she's a, she's a sister. She just happens to be at USC. I think that's the only difference. And if we if we listen to the interview, she gave respect to historical black colleges and universities. My question is, what do we want more from her? Like, what is it? So I think I think with her in that particular interview and I think we we talk about what well, you say it a lot. Um, yeah, because she did say something about HBCUs and she did recognize the HBCUs for that. But I, but then she went on later in the interview and did say, you know, what I paraphrased and then went on later to say, you know, I'm giving and I'm paraphrasing again. I'm giving uh, uh, girls, you know, that look like me, if you want to do it, you know, do this or, or whatever, you can just kind of go out there and do it. And I think that it, it kind of struck a chord because it almost seemed like it canceled out what she had said previously about the HBCUs and the predominantly white institutions. And so I think that is kind of where, and a lot of people are, are probably pulling out that though, that one segment and not looking at the HBCU part of it, where she did mention it because she did mention it in all fairness. She did mention mm, it. Right. And, and, and so that, that, that's why I say it's a, 
it's a slippery slope because this is because I've seen some comments that stated, well, why she just didn't go to HBCU? Well, my question is this, but what if she had a full ride to USC? Like, not being ugly, if you got a full ride somewhere, like, I'm going to take it. You know what I'm saying? Looking at it back now, if I could go back, I'm going to be at a full ride. Uh, You can't beat a full ride. But my thing is, as long as she continues, and, and from what I've seen, the whole team black. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I don't, I don't understand. I'm going to be sincere. I really don't understand. And maybe I'm just ignorant to it because I'm not a dancer to what she's doing bad. I heard her give respect to the HBCUs. Um, I've seen her, uh, you know, say the history of it. She attends a PWI. It's come from historical black colleges and universities. Now, one thing I would like to see her to do is, Reach out to Miss Sean at PV because you know Prairie View and Langston, that Midwest area, is the first HBCUs coming um, coming from the west, west to the east. So my thing is, why not reach out to some of those to bridge the gap to truly say this is the origin of where it comes from? That's if that was me, but that's Quan and, and the rationale that I think of because you're going to have more and more people. Because here's the truth: in California, a lot of that does not happen. A lot of that does not happen. So my thing is, get, if you go, if you're going to use that platform, open it up broader. Talk about the pre, the dancing dolls. Talk about the J sets. Talk about the black foxes. Talk about the golden girls. Talk about all of these schools that have been doing it for years, and give them their just due because you're giving them a, a, a bigger platform. You know, it's crazy that the dancing dogs have been that core group for so many years. And now they're just getting the recognition on like ESPN or the black Fox is getting their show just now, you know, but we also have to give respect to um, the lady from DD4L. We have to give her a, a aspect of respect to, cause she opened it up to the masses as well. We're going to be honest, regardless if you agree with, with her or not. So, so um, I, I don't, I don't disagree with you totally. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are some questions. There are some slippery slopes that, that she is uh, treading on. And, 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 it, and I'm going to bring it up, and I brought it up last time. Is this exclusively for black girls? Mm-hmm. You know? Honest. So, okay, so watch this. Um, you know, I, I see people get up, and I'm going to use this example. People get up and roars and, and, and rave about stepping. Right. For fraternities. Right. If you really know where they come from, that's African gumbo dance. And it was actually slaves in West Africa that used gumboots and bells when they would go into the mines because they told them that it, they couldn't communicate. So then they developed the dance after uh, after because they would communicate because if the bells would stop shaking, some of them would have died and it would have dragged them out. That's where the origin of it of it comes from. And then we develop stepping over some odd years, you know, late at fraternities and whatnot. When I see other people do it, it's imitation. So my, my thing is at the end of the day, what if, what if Bill Moffitt and his descendants was like, you know what? I don't want y'all to be doing eight to five. What's, what's, what's the difference? Um, because, of, uh, somebody, somebody of a, another race developed that same concept. Like, some of the things I feel like that we that we 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 need to educate others on to let them know that this is ours. But honestly, some of that you can't control that and you can't own it. Because that's not a copywritten aspect to it. 
Okay. I mean, I, 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 I don't disagree. Like, like, I'm all for educating people who are unaware, mm-hmm. you know, and, and while I ask that question, like, is it specifically for black, for black girls, you know, the issue I think people would be up in arms would, would be like, what, what happens when this young girl graduates? Mm-hmm. Right. And if, and if it still goes on and it's not exclusively for black girls, what if after a while, after all those young chocolate girls graduate and one of them was, was caramel, maybe two of them, but after they, after they graduate, what if it ends up being a whole bunch of Caucasian women want to be a part of it? And then all of a sudden it becomes a completely Caucasian line. What does that look like? Like, what was was that the goal was that the plan you know how how do you how do you justify what you were trying to do in the beginning to what it could possibly end up and these are a lot of what ifs right like we we really don't know but in the grand scheme of things like i think this is where a lot of people are maybe getting their their frustration from but my question even if she left and just say because the truth is, there, 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 there's going to be another race that's going to integrate that line. You know, like, like, like my, my thing is, so if a white girl wants to dance like that particular style, why would you, in my opinion, why would you hinder that? But we have to be mindful. And honestly, like we got to edu- we got to educate each other that this is where it comes from. I'm think I'm looking at, you know, um, like uh, Chris was coming, she says, we the blacks have casted a lot of our greatest innovations and oh, yeah. then it becomes white. Look at jazz. Yeah, I said that example. on I said that on, on a past show, you know. Um right. that was that was that was inherently ours. The first right. American music art form. Any the first American music art form to to make it in the United States was jazz, an art mm-hmm. form by African Americans. And we now are the the people who don't even participate in it by and large. Mm-hmm. So, and, but so, so the question is, excuse me, the question is for that then is, do we have a lack of respect for us then? Because it's crazy how every other culture is like, like I saw a shirt that says they love our rhythm, but they hate our blues. But then the question is, do we hate ourselves though too? Because do we hate ourselves enough to truly be like, nah, this is ours and we're going to continue to educate each other. Prime example. Um, I was with my mother this weekend and we were just talking about recipes. And so I'm blessed because my family, like we know what plantation you, we come you, from. You, you got that, um, that, uh, chitlin that loaf. loaf. Yeah. You got that recipe. You get that. Well, I'm gonna get it from her. Okay. I'm gonna get I, it from her. Yeah. I'm gonna need you to and get y'all that. Y'all's not really chilling. It's, it's yeah, it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, you don't got to tell them. We know what we're talking about. This, <laughs> yeah. this is cold. This is cold. Yeah. I'm trying yeah, to make sure yeah. we good, but, but yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you need to cop that, bro. You need to cop that. Right. So we we were talking about recipes. We were talking about like in Louisiana, there's something called sweet potato bread and her her specific style of pecan can and different things like that. But that's an appreciation for it. I think after like eventually we end up losing that. Like we end up losing the love for jazz of what we created. And then other people see it and they become grafty with it and they take it. And then we know how history operates. They act like it's theirs. You know what I'm saying? So that's the issue. My my thing is we need to 
on this show one time we talked about the greats, the great original band directors, the Dr. Sanfords, the Dr. Isaac Griggs, um, the original band director from Mississippi Valley, um, and how Dr. Sanford said that they were the first his- historical black college and university band to march on the Rose Bowl in the 60s, something that we did not even speak about or even know about. Those are the gentlemen and greats that the shoulders we stand on today that we don't even preach about. So, I, you know, we're talking about band and dance and education, but my question is, who's who's tallying the true history of these things and really preaching and honing it up? And so what we're imitating, we can go back and be like, well, these are the people that started it and how it carried on so, so that we don't lose their legacy. So I think we got to do a better job with that, first of all. Yeah, I, I, I agree. And I, and you hit a nail on the head, and I think it also applies to us, too. Like, And it goes back to kind of what we were saying at the beginning, right? Like, we have taken things, and then we have affectionately called it our own. This is what we do, right? And and um, when we were talking about that last show, uh, the, the show that I, I kind of brought this up on, you know, a lot of people, there are people who think that Southern was the first, you know, drum major to, to do the, the kick out. And it's just, they're not, you know what I'm saying? Like, and, and, but it's been done for so long and us as a culture that the band culture has embraced it so much that, that we automatically put in our brain that that, that is inherently ours. It belongs to Southern. That's what they do. Uh, but if, if you've seen Ohio state, you know, uh, and even much so, um, I, I ended up pulling this up for, uh, brother Edwin, uh, me and him, he, he commented on, um, one of, one of the videos and I wanted to share this very quickly to make sure that, you know, we, we got documentation. You got to have some documentation sometimes, you know, now we put our own flavor on it, obviously. But it didn't start with us. But we would affectionately call what happens now and what many high schoolers do the culture. So, you know, I, I think that you you hit some nails on the head when we start when we start talking about, you know, borrowing from others and then calling it our own. So I definitely agree on that front. Um but as far as this young lady is concerned, um, I still think it's a real slippery slippery slope that she's on. Um, but why, why do you feel like it's slippery? Like be, what specifically? Um, I, I feel it's only slippery in the sense of, like you said, paying homage to where the history came from, specifically that style of dance, right? Because like you said, Music is music, dance is dance, but, you know, style and styles have a history and just understanding that, that history and that culture, because based on what she said, that she has a history of dance, she danced when she was younger. So, or in high school, I believe she said something like that. So I think that that matters. Right. Um, and she just has to be careful with how she, um, how she communicates that information, right? Because like I said, when she said one thing, all right, cool, you paid homage, but then the other thing counted itself out. So I, I, I think that it's that situation too that that just kind of makes it, you know, pretty slippery, you know, in my personal opinion. Trust me, not a dancer, but I'm just saying. Yeah. 
But, but also, I think what, what kind of threw a lot of people off, like I, I put it up, you know, on my phone as you were speaking. And then the first thing it says is HBCU major red dance team at PWI. So it becomes an oxymoron. So we, of course, we know some of what they're doing is clickbait, right? But then it's saying HBC, uh, a historical black college dance team at a PWI. My thing about it is that's not an HBCU. So it's like we have to correct and 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 say what it is. It's a it's a particular style that they're doing at a PWI. If she saw and said, "Well, they didn't have the space for me there," okay. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, that's what it is. You know what I'm saying? It's a style of dance that she's emulating from a historical black college or university. But it's not an HBCU. The truth is, if we want to be honest, she's not an HBCU dancer. So the things that you know, Maya has endeavored through and these other um, dancers for these historical black houses has endeavored through. She doesn't know. But I don't think it's wrong for her to create a space for her at her particular university. My only thing is give respect where respect is due. Um, your goal should be to keep the legacy as close as possible as what you can. But being honest, I'm, a, I'm not wishing her to fail, but I don't see how you're going to do that unless you put someone over that team from a historical black college. And we talked about that on this show. You know, the truth is, when you go to uh, HBCU, we learn about them, right? They don't learn about us. We can adapt to them. Most of them cannot adapt to us. My thing is, Someone, if they want to keep and say, quote unquote, the HBCU side, well, eventually they will need somebody that experienced that. And I think the other half of that, too, and once again, not a dancer, um, but I think the other half of that, too, is the fact that the style that she's emulating comes from a place in an area of people who have been doing it for a long time. She does it gets some TikTok notoriety, Instagram notoriety, and now it's a it's she's on the show right right a week after being posted. And you have young ladies who have been doing it for 10, 20, 30 years and the recognition of it has not even been close to being um in the limelight, if you if you would, the way it is, you know, for these young ladies. So I think there, I think that is another part of it that we may be missing out on as it relates to these young ladies too. And, and I guess this this, this is my last comment, uh, you know, in regards to it. But we respect the the um, the dancers that don't look like us that are HBCU lines now. So what's the difference? You, and you know the funny thing? I was thinking that this whole conversation, I was waiting for either you or I to bring it up. Yeah. But you brought it up. So, uh, no, I, I agree. Um, I am going to talk about, and, and I'm not going to, I don't want to put it, I'm going to put it out there, but not in a negative way. But there was a young lady in Hot Ice. Her name was Katie. And Katie? The white girl. Yeah. 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 And yeah, I remember, yeah. And listen. It, it didn't matter if she did something wrong or she did something right. If she was out there, everybody was cheering. And I think, and as a matter of fact, if I remember correctly, 
there was one battle where we played Donk, you know, back when that was hype. Um, and Katie was out there twerking her little her, her little body, and the whole crowd was going crazy. Oh Lord, ah! yeah. Um, so no, I, I don't I don't disagree with that because when we when we get some non chocolate folk on in, in what we do, heck, you can even take it as far as Greeks, really. When they ain't non chocolate, oh, you know, hey, or even like, or, or, you know, or even like Justin. Now that Justin is drum major at Alabama State, like, yeah, people like his. I thought you were talking at first. I thought you were talking about Justin Smash Time. Justin, I was like, Justin is a drum, okay, but I got you, <laughs> I mean, Justin to the sky. He's tall enough to be one. Yeah, yeah, he is. He is. He yeah. definitely. Is. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But but I'm just saying, like when when Justin was at uh, his his respected high school, like everybody was on him then. You know what I'm saying? It's like, he here's the crazy thing. And I guess this is the the hardest question of them all. How do we protect our own without being racist like others? Is, I, I, is it racist though? I don't know. Like, like I'm in, in my opinion. I, I don't think hinder, it's racist. Oh, by definition, black people can't be racist because we're not in a place right. of that, I don't, Yeah. Okay. Hey, but, hey, but Portia. Regard, sorry. But, no, hey, but let's say this, but in regards to HBCU like dance style. So, hypothetically speaking, big sis, you over a line, right? Like you, you're over an organization. And yes. if a young and if a young lady said, I'm gonna be a silkhead. And you feel me? And she hop on and then she she brings six white girls that want to be silk kids. And you be like, nah, because this is our culture. Isn't I'm that kind of the same? To a Caucasian silk I um I would have an issue if university down the street that is a PWI their flag started modeling the silkette style. I mean, if you wanted to come here and get this HBCU experience and be at Silkette at Norfolk State, welcome. But for you to go to a university that's not the HBCU and model that culture, I think is the issue for me. I'm not opposed. I'm waiting on waiting. One day we're gonna have a Caucasian silk hat. Yeah, it hasn't happened yet. Nope. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know, Quan. If you had a thought about uh, about what she said, nah. no, because I, I do want us. Because first of all, we we have to define the culture. Like you said, I think we have I to agree. define the culture. And after we define the culture, how do we protect it? How do we protect it without being bigots? How do we protect it without without some uh giving off the same thing that was given to us, but be like this is ours? So we before you, well, I don't know if you're going to keep going. Will we more call that prejudice? Are we being no? Because we only have a culture because they wouldn't accept us at their institution. So when we got our own, we made it our own. So don't try to hijack it now because. What we came up with is doper than y'all. 
that's my thing, is that we only have HBCUs and have a culture and develop our own thing because y'all weren't willing to accept us. So now, for you to want to have that at your institution, it's strange to me. But again, it's only allowed by our people. Because I know so many people would be like, this is so dope. This is not dope. Because they went over there and started that dance line, and they all on national TV and getting all this recognition when our school's been doing this stuff since the, forever. So why is it, it, this, her doing it or them doing it at that school getting so much attention? That That's weird to me. That's real. So... But I, well, them getting the attention, I think is like I said. I think it's the equivalent of the white kappa, in my opinion, or a white or white Q. You know, that's setting it out. Like when they do it, it's like, oh lord, this is the sweetest thing ever. But it's like most of the time, it just be extra average. <laughs> it, it don't even be like super sweet. The the style be like, eh, you know what I'm saying? But because. Because what the videos I watched of them, all the ripples look the same. So you need some help. You should have came on to an HBCU. It's what you should have did. Shots fired! Shots fired! Hey, but I'm, I'm gonna tell you this: if they ever have, if they ever have a gym battle, and it's some, it's another school and they battling USC, them girls gonna tear my new one. My question is this: Do they are they allowed to perform at football games now, or you know that's just a separate organization? I think the young lady said that they're working on it. I think that that's that's what her goal is. Is I think she said to get on the field and perform with the USC band. Mm. Can I be honest so with what? you? What are they yeah, going to yeah. play? Dance, like a HBCU dance line too. What is it that they're going to play? So USC is not like. The, and I don't, I don't, I, I kind of don't want to say it this way because I don't really mean it this way. But USC is not like the whitest of the white man. Like they're not like super square. That's they're they're not that 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 group. They're actually a pretty good band. Yeah, they're most forty five. Right, like they're not that far off from from HBCU style band or. If I could take any experience from PWI, I want the financial aid experience. That's number one. Uh, I'm going to be honest. Number I agree. Two, though, <laughs> but number two, though, like Mario asked in the, uh, in the group, he was like, but should PWIs be mad that we took their marching style? Because the truth is, stylistically, we did. So it's kind but of it's like, just, but it's the same thing I, I put up earlier with with the with the drum major from the fifties, right? Like yeah. they did it before us. All we did was we added a little swag to it, but it's it's yeah. it's essentially theirs. So should should they be upset 
buy it or or even or even if we said okay you know at one point it seemed like all hbcus we were playing purple carnival i don't know why but you know it was just certain ones we was playing it's like that one or you know uh what is it thunder roll roll rolling, rolling thunder, thunder. Uh, you might get a whole bunch of barman baileys yeah, yeah you're right like the, the the circus b or whatever like we, but we and we did the same thing and it's almost where it's like those those um band directors were taking things because to show those PWIs, we can do it too, because you didn't allow us to do it. Maybe that was the motive. I don't know. But at one point we, we were, I don't, I don't know, bro. Let me, let know. me ask this question, Portia, before, before you, before you unmute. And let me, let me ask this real question. Is, is flag twirling inherently a black thing? Is flag twirling inherently a black thing? Yes. Like, is a drop spin, was a drop spin created by black people for black people? No. But you do it. And should the people who created it, which more than likely weren't black, should they be upset at the fact that y'all do it? Even, even, even though y'all may do it a little different way, should they be upset by it? I'm just asking. Said it. I can't say it, but but yeah. Sorry, I, you said cult. Never mind. Hey, wasn't bringing on about this? Really, wasn't bringing on about this? Hey, now we're not gonna talk about that movie. That movie is a great movie. No, it, 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 it's a great movie, but I'm, but but I'm, I'm I'm saying that for for that point, like those those girls from Torrance or the Toros, whatever, they thought that that was... Was it the Rancho Rancho County Toros? Yeah, one of them. I thought it was Torrance Toros. I don't know. Anyway. No, Torrance, uh, Torrance was, was uh, what you call his character. I can't remember her, her, her oh, real okay, name. Okay. But, but uh, Spider, Spider-Man's girlfriend. That was that yeah. was Torrance. But the, but the thing is, she stole everything from this hood school that... That's where they got their style from. So, but Torrance that, didn't that, steal it. Big Red stole it. Now, if you go quote the movie, get the movie right. <laughs> but they, but she still did it. She still right. Did she, it. I get your point though. But go ahead. Yeah. So, so, but so, so, my question is: Are dancers feeling exactly like a, this bringing on situation, and are, are they feeling like that? But the only difference is, it's a person that looks like us that's making it acceptable there. And that question, I guess, is for, for you, Luke, and Portia. I don't know if that question is for me, because in my mind, I'm still on Bring It On, so I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I do, right? Spirit fingers. But no, I, I, I do think that um, 
I, I think it's an issue of the fact that she's black and she took a style that is inherently, I guess, the you know, the way the masses feel, it's inherently black from a historically black college and university and took it to a predominantly white institution. And I guess, I guess it's doing it in the name of black people or the, or, or for the name of, of black people. And, and I guess the culture, and I guess a lot of people are, I guess the thought is, well, if, why didn't you just do it at an HBCU? If I'm, if, if it, that's what I'm, I'm believing where the biggest backlash is, is because you're black and you're supposed to be skin folk, but you took our thing to a non skin folk area and tried to, 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 um, I guess you want to say glamorize it almost. So I, I think that's what it is. I, that's my personal opinion. Portia, I could be massively wrong. But that's what I think. I, I, that's my feeling. No, that's my exact opinion. I, I don't. It's getting attention, but to me, that attention should be going to these lines who've been doing it. That's real. For 50 years, 60 years, 100 years, you know, however long. You know, like, it, it is people who have been in this game a long time. I saw this post yesterday that says, this is wrong because the dolls have been around forever and they just got a show but this girl show up at USC and start a dance team and she on a talk show and receiving all this national attention that's the problem in itself and that's what I feel like that who are you to, to take the shine away from the people who should be getting it and the fact that you don't understand that and think this is acceptable to me is weird Okay. But I mean, everybody might not, you know, I saw a lot of people bigging it up, reposting it, saying this is awesome. They'll finally look at us. They ain't looking at the, us. They looking at them dancing the stands at whatever they were at. They're not looking at our band program. They're looking at these people come up with these I'm not going to take any more jabs at those ripples. Come up with these ripples and display them. That to me that's not giving us the cult, that that culture the right attention because there's people who've been doing it forever. I, I, I hope she I, at least out of if she's really going to respect the culture, she does need to reach out. You know, to those HBCU dance instructors and aficionados, so that at least if if you're gonna do it, do it, and at least. And my thing is like Deion Sanders for Jackson State. He's a graduate. Well, he didn't graduate from Florida State, but he's a graduate from an HBCU. I think it was the Two Glow or something like that. But my thing is, at the end of the day, <laughs> what you laughing at? Because I said Two Glow. Two Glow. I mean, no, I was, not because you said Two Glow. Because as as because you got to remember, as a, I'm a I'm a band person, so it's like. Uh, Tougaloo, like who cares about Tougaloo? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I think go ahead. Tougaloo until I take one on two, but I think Tougaloo, but like he pushes HBCUs now. My thing, if you're gonna preach about these HBCUs, like like I, the least you could do, Portia, is go back and be like, hey, prance, uh, I keep saying prancing dogs because that's us, but uh, dancing dogs instructor, 
go back. You know, how can we help you promote your uh, promote your line? J sets, Black Foxes. How can we help you? You know, Gremlin. Uh, how can we help you? So far, Orkesis, Orkesis, Orkesis. Yeah. Want to make sure. Um. So let me ask you guys this: Is this okay then? Like, is is this cool? Nobody, nobody, nobody got me. Because the the truth, the truth, the truth of the matter is, regardless of of how amazing that was, um, <laughs> we. You can't be, bro. Regardless of, let me, let me, let me just try to get through this. Regardless of, throw eight counts better than that. That's not the point. That's not the point. No, regardless of how how amazing that was, we know where what where the origin of that came from, and this video has been out for quite some time. Like I think it's been about maybe four or five years, maybe more, but. There was no uproar about that. As a matter of fact, everybody did exactly what we're doing now, laughing about it. Like, really? Like, really? Really? <laughs> so, one is one is passable, but the other is a detriment to the culture. And I'm just asking the question. I'm not, remember, I'm... I'm an equal opportunity listener. I'm listening on both sides, but I, I'm just, I just gotta, I gotta know how is the one worse than the other? Because the, the truth of the matter is like I asked earlier, the question is, is this exclusively what the young lady is doing at USC? Is, is, is it exclusively for black people? If it's not exclusively for black people, then white people will come into it. But you got that video that I just saw showed has nothing but white girls on there and nobody batted an eye about that. one. So which one's the worst one? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Uh, you must've froze. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, shoot! Yeah, I thought yeah. you were looking at the light in the sky. No, 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 no. Yeah, froze. No, Smith. Um, <laughs> nah, bro. I just, I, I think the difference is because it was trash. Like, like we laughed at, like when it, I mean. So the, the girls at USC was top notch. No, I don't. No, exactly. I don't. So both of them. No. Were, so because no, no, the white no, girls, no, no, don't get me wrong. No, no, no. The no, white girls were not good. Let's let's let's, no, let's put that out yeah, there. Yeah. But no, I, I didn't even see I didn't even see the USC people dance. I but I think the difference is people are trying to accept it because it was one of us. And I and I think that's the past. Like we get we try to give us a pass. But again, you that's why I haven't really been commenting hard on here because at the end of the day, I'm not a dancer. So I don't I don't feel I don't have I don't have the same type of dog in the fight as maybe Portia or Maya or Miss Sean. You know what I'm saying? I, we don't have that. Like we're band directors. So we understand the lineage of, of marching band history and what we borrowed heavily and what we made our own. So we're not tripping. But if Portia is saying, Hey, from an auxiliary perspective, this is what we created for us. This is the type of, you know, jazz style or whatever. I don't know all of them. Bucking. But this type of style of singing that we do. Now, on the flip side, there's one dance move that I know 
is the pirouette is because I be hearing my dance instructor yelling at a, uh, at the kids talking about, you need to do the pirouette. You need to walk on Relevate. That's the two that I know. Are, oh, we borrowed, and that's I guess that's my thing, but I understand Portia's point of view. If you're going to bring it there, you should pay homage and pay respect. But I, you can't tell nobody what school to go to. I've also saw that comment too. You can't tell that girl what she she should have went to HBCU. Again, maybe she got a full ride. I don't know. And or maybe you know what? Maybe nobody really said it. Maybe she really wasn't good enough to make a, a dance squad. Nope. Not saying she not saying she was or she wasn't. Nope. But I'm just saying, maybe she wasn't. Nope. I don't know. But we know there's some high school directors that wasn't on HBCU dance uh dance colleges either and it was just in high school i agree but i mean i don't know man i don't know hey i don't know miss d got a whole set of girls out there and she ain't make nobody's college learn but she cold so yeah all right i just called portia and maya that's ms sean that's what i'm gonna do so i mean well we're I know, I know. And speak and speaking of uh Sean, she had a really, really nice interview uh with uh I think it was Pro Cheerleading Podcast or something like that. She had a really good interview um with them with with uh the lady from Pro I think it's Pro Cheer Pro Cheerleading Podcast. Uh and it was about an hour interview and uh she did it. I think she did it via Instagram, but I think well, I know for a fact that it's on um, YouTube as well. So I, I actually went back and, and listened to most of it. Uh, I didn't get through all of it because it's an hour long and I had some other stuff to take care of. But uh, but no, it was a really good interview and it was discussing this particular matter. And, and Sean dropped some actual history of Majorette Lines, uh, where it came from, who was the first one. Like she was, yeah, Sean, Sean, you know what I'm saying? So she's like, super thorough with the information. So I would invite y'all to check that out, you know, as far as, you know, this relating topic and just get some more insight and some more thoughts from, from a different perspective. All right. Um, <clears throat> let's go on to the next one, man. Welcome everybody to talk that talk. We have the unfiltered, unscripted, uncomfortable conversations about band, HBCU band coaching, music, music education, and more, man. Y'all go ahead and smash that like daddy while you're in the room. Like I said earlier, you can hit the dislike button. It'll kind of hurt my feelings, but I'll be all right, though, man. You know, but just give us something, you know, like or dislike. Also, please make sure you subscribe to the Passion Is Network and turn on notifications. This episode will be up on all your podcasts and networks. Just type in Talk That Talk, except for Apple Podcasts, where you can type in Real Talk That Talk. Um, so kind of along the lines of the, the same topic, not specifically the dance girls, but just everything that we encompass in general. We always talk about culture, 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 culture. I'm not going to say culture, the V word after that, because I struggle with that, but culture, right? And so, and, and we talk about all the time about establishing what exactly is the culture. I don't, I, I'm going to be honest. My culture would be hella different from a lot of people. Um, you know, I, I'll leave politics out of that. But so, when it comes to this band thing and this music education thing, or just I'll, I'll keep it straight in the, in the band thing, even when it comes to this USC thing, um, I keep hearing, man, it ain't that serious. It ain't that serious. It ain't that, well, I, I don't know. I, I, 
And once again, I'm an equal opportunity listener, so I'm going to try to make sure I say that all the time. But when is it that serious? When is it that serious? Right? Because I think the, the, the thing that bothers me sometimes is we always talking about, I'll, I'll say this, swagger jackers, because I can't say the other one. We always talk about swagger jackers, right? And protecting the culture. But at what point do we actually protect the culture? When is it that serious if we always talking about, man, it ain't that serious? So when is it that serious? Portia, go for it. When people say stuff like that, it irritates me. I actually had a conversation about a young lady who's Legion, former Legion. I don't remember her. She came after my time and she was up there last week and she was like, I remember you. And I was like, oh, you do? She was like, yeah, you was mean as hell. I was like, hmm, sounds about right. Um, and we just started having a conversation uh, and she was like, I don't think it's that serious. None of this is that deep. I said, and that's when I knew it was time for me to exit stage left. That's why I left in, at the end of 08. And so... I don't really understand it's not that serious. That's how people are allowed to infringe upon the things that we created when we our only recourse was us. And so in that situation, we made things great. Like that's the history of our people. They gave us scraps. We turned it into something that people seek out and find in soul food. You shouldn't eat a lot of that, but it's we always take situations that are meant to break us and turn it into something else. They wouldn't accept us in schools. We created our own, and now they have long, rich histories and are turning out the, the mo- most Black doctors, Black lawyers, making successful individuals. And so these things we created, created out of necessity and have made our own and turned them into something great that's what's the culture to me. And so you saying that people who didn't want us or our people going to places where we weren't wanted and trying to infuse our culture into those spaces, is that serious? And if we're not willing to stake claim to the things that we came up with creatively, then this is why they're able to do stuff like that. And it's not going to stop there. It's going to grow. And where does, where's the line drawn? So if we're, if our attitude about it is, is not that serious, then they're going to take us at our word and it's going to continue to happen. And the lines will get blurred because it's not that serious. All right. Quan. <clears throat> oh, Lord. When is it that serious? Well, I, I think it's always been that serious. Um, I think it's always been that serious. And even to take it a step um, further from what Portia was saying, we got to understand the inception and establishment of our HBCUs, quote unquote, uh, according to the Freedmen's Act, a lot of white folks was trying to civilize us. That's That's the whole point of it they were trying to civilize us and if you look uh, at specific universities i believe one is fist they literally revolted against the headmaster or the, or the quote-unquote principal of the university because they were treating them like savages like 
like really bad and then they revolted against them and then they started putting their own uh headmasters that look like us for the betterment of those uh individuals um it's always been that serious because bottom line we put our heart blood sweat and tears into this and for a lot of us it saved our lives um like the 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 truth is it's it's for the purpose of us like for us by us because i mean not fubu fubu but you know for us by us the whole the whole point though is i believe that only at a hbcu is where you can be your most optimum black like and it's okay and it's unapologetic that's why we're going to be honest a lot of people be like uh they try to stay there too long because it's a it's low-key like a safe space and safe haven like you know and i know those that attended hbcu as an undergraduate your teacher could have been like low-key like your auntie that was like oh you're not coming to class call your mom but at a pwi oh you're just gonna get this you're gonna get this f bro it's a different sense of care and culture because it's about making the person better. Now we could speak about financial aid and joke about all of those other things later, but it is a place for us. Now, when you speak about band, we put a lot of work into making those things great and to make those things, you know, what it is. So it is that serious. I do think the people that say it's not that serious, possibly is the people that um, weren't good. <laughs> were those people who who uh, were the knuckleheads in the band? Were those people that didn't get it while they were there? Those four years, five years, or however that you marched in that band program should have built you for the real world. It's situations and scenarios that we can all reflect back. I don't care if it's the band creed. I don't care if it's a poem or whatever that you learned during that time that made you who you are today. Every person that I hear speak about Willow Ridge still goes by the code of honor, pride, and discipline. How I know it, I know it. <laughs> the whole point is it's a it's a it's a it's a spirit that they they they've developed over those years through their band director. Um you speak about prayer if you're not a marching stone. We all we got, we all we need. Like that is something that they carry with them. Um like you were saying the Norfolk um uh band creed I think one day on the phone like that's something that 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 sticks with you. And at the end of the day it is that serious because I believe with my whole heart for my students in high school right now and then the college students that I will get, God go hold me accountable for that. How did you make this child better after you, you know, depart from this side of heaven? How did you make these people better? How did you, how did you cultivate these students and how did you plant seeds for growth for my name's sake to make these kids better? And if you didn't, and if you caused those two kids to stumble, then why you was in that position in the first place? It is that serious because you're dealing with souls, not just horn players, but you're dealing with souls. So it is that serious, bro. If God give you the opportunity to be a leader of an organization, take it serious, bro, because you could impact that person's life forever. Positively or negatively. So um, I want to go back just for a second. Um, 
when did the culture of it not, it's it's not that serious begin? Uh, and the reason why I, I asked that question is because I remember teaching in in uh, I think it was Beaumont, may have been Beaumont, and one of the things that would frustrate me with these young kids is that when I would bring these these concepts to them. Mr. Luke, it ain't that serious. It ain't that serious. It ain't that serious. And when, as a, as a educator, sometimes you get that from parents. When you're trying as a band director, you're like, Hey, this is the expectation that we have for this program. Oh man, it's just bad. It ain't that serious. So I'm trying to figure out where the idea of, it ain't that serious came from and when it really began, because even when Quan, what Quan has said is absolutely 100% true. I, whenever I meet people from the Ridge back, you know, who, who came up under my director and that's, this is no slight to, you know, who's there now, but who came up under my director, there is an automatic connection that happens with us. And it was that serious. You know what I'm saying? Like it, and it made us better people. And for the parents, for our parents, when we were kids, it was that serious for our parents too. So when did, when did the, the idea and the culture shift to it's not that serious? When parents started in my household, everything I did needed to be my very best that half doing stuff, um, being a part of stuff and not giving it your all was not an option. I, I mean, I used to take like ballet and tap and stuff and I got tired of that. My mom was like, you're going to do something. You're not going to sit in this house every day. So I was like, my sister marched flag at V state. I'm going to go try that. That's how I ended up here. And because I couldn't sit in the house. So I think when there was a shift in everybody needs a participation award, everybody can do everything that they set their mind to, when that be the best and you'll be rewarded mentality changed in parenting and in talking to students, I think that's when it's not that serious came to be because it's it's not something I remember hearing when I was growing up or when I was in high school band. I had never heard that until like recent years that it's not that serious. Um, and when that mentality, when I started to hear it, when I was at Norfolk State, I was like, oh yeah, it's time for me to go. Cause it, to us, it was that serious. It, is, it, it still is that serious to me. Why do you want to half do something? Why do you want your name on something that is half, I'm, y'all, I'm, I'm giving up cursing, that is half done. So it, it, I don't, I don't understand that. Um, you are okay with being mediocre. That's what that seems to me is that I'm okay with being mediocre or your standards are too high. It's not that deep. So I think when there was a shift in expectations from parents, I think it translated into the real world because I couldn't have do anything. 
in my house. So I, I just think that's the difference. I'm a, I'm gonna say this real quick, and I'm gonna let you go, Corn, because uh, it's 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 dawning on me that you just said that somebody from the Legion said that. Like, if you said the band pledge, like that doesn't that doesn't even compute with me, right? Like, <laughs> it, you understand why I said not to stand for this my last year? Like that that doesn't the last stanza of that of oh, that pledge. Okay. It's like so it wasn't real to them anymore. Oh. It, it didn't translate. You didn't. You didn't internalize that thing like it did for me. And when I heard that in '08, I said, "Oh yes, this journey." Okay, that's why when we had that show and I was like, I knew it was my time and I was okay with that. I knew the writing was on the wall. I knew. Understandable. Understandable. Yeah. That that I don't know. That's triggering something in me right now. Like, I earnestly believe that North State University had a spark. Anyway. Let me let me stop. Let me shut up. I, I saying it in my head right now. Go go ahead, Quan. Sorry. Damn, bro. Uh, my my thing is this. I feel like it be it became not serious to the parents when it became an inconvenience to them. And I think that's just the bottom line for what it is. Like if you really sit back and think, it's more about you have more parents that are selfish than anything. So it's not about the quote unquote the kid. So again. What you feed, what you eat, your kids will feed off. Excuse me. And so if a parent be like, man, I don't even know why you even go to that practice. Like how many parents, I've heard parents be like, y'all not even good. You know, like say things like that, excoriating the kid. And we think it's funny and we chuckle at it. But the, but the truth is, like it's some of the parents that put that in their kid's mind. Oh, you're not going to be good. Oh, what you, what you going to do with that? Are oh, you playing a trumpet? Like what what's what's... I mean, how how, you, how does that going to benefit you? And then you're making noise, too, and I got to go to work. Like, it's all those things. Um, because I dealt with it, too, here until I started showing them, hey, you know you can get this much money for a scholarship? And they'd be like, well, go ahead and go practice then. So when the parents don't see the value in it, how the kids going to see the value in it? And I think that's what, literally what we're dealing with. We could talk about the participation trophy, which was that was something that uh, a white woman developed you know, which school that everybody needs participation trophy, but the truth is everybody's not good. Like it's okay. I'll never forget I had sent an arrangement to uh to uh, to Luke and uh Rick and Rick was like, Man, you should do this, do this, do that, do this. And it was like fifteen things and I was like, Damn, bro, like, I just asked. But it Your soul good. was hurt. Yeah, it was like, it's okay, bro. It's just word up. Oh, fix it. But that's nothing wrong with saying but that. But you bro. use that to get better, yeah. right? That's the whole point. That's the whole point. But everybody does not have that mentality to get better. Like everybody, what I realize is we look and we marvel at greats such as Kobe Bryant and different things like that at just the mentality that they had. And this is what I realized this week. I told myself this week, I said, I'm going to wake up at 445 to get these specific tasks done. I want to pray, do, you know, these specific things. Do you know when I told my mind that and I made my mind up, my body woke up before my alarm clock did. So you have many people in their mind, they're already defeated. They already, they're cool with mediocrity and that's okay. Like for them, that's okay to be mediocre and that's good with them. But then you have another select few of people that, that looks at it like, I only got a, a certain amount of time here and I'm walking closer to my expiration date. 
Everybody doesn't have that mentality. And if you don't have that mentality, well, how your kids going to have it? Unless your kids being inspired by that band director or that dance teacher or that person that's in front of them, inspiring them for greatness. Yeah. You, you, when you started that conversation, you triggered something. Uh, I had a kid who was learning French horn and her mom say, why are you playing that? Like, you're not going to be good. And then literally bet her bet that she wouldn't be able to play the B flat scale. It was just the B flat scale. And like, I think it was like two or three weeks. I was like, what? So I was like, all right, you're going to play that B flat scale. Matter of fact, you're going to play B flat and E flat. And Lord and behold, I think it was a week and a half, two weeks later, she was playing B flat and E flat scale. She was like, see mama, I could do it. And she was like, okay, all right. And then her mind shifted. Um, so you're absolutely right, man. I, I, I think that uh, that's actually like I said, it triggered me for a second because I, it was frustrating to even have a parent even do that. But here's the thing too, right? Like when it comes to even just going back to the USC thing, I think one of the things that's bothering or that, that triggered this question is the fact that there were so many people similar to what you said, Quan, I'm not a dancer, so I don't really know, but there were a lot of people who were commenting on it that aren't dancers, but then it's not that serious, but it, you may not be a dancer, but it's, it, it won't be that serious to you specifically, but it is serious to them. So instead of putting it out there in that manner, I would rather you just did what, what Quan did. I mean, this isn't my wheelhouse. So, you know, I don't have much to speak on it. I would rather allow, you know, X, Y, and Z to speak on it because that's where that makes to me, that that makes it a little bit more respectful and it doesn't dismiss it like it just doesn't matter. Because once you say it's not that serious to, to the people looking and the people watching and the people, then it, it, it becomes very dismissive. And it's almost like if if I'm sitting there and 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 Maya or Portia or, you know, uh, I saw Phoenicia in here early, like if all these people we're here and they're part of an auxiliary line. And I'm like, eh, it ain't that serious for them. It is. And it becomes dismissive to them. And it makes me feel like I, I don't care. And I'm, I am not sensitive to the things that they're sensitive to. If that makes sense. My therapist said it like this and it, and it stucks with me. You can't tell, you can't do something that impacts other people and then tell them how to feel. You can't do that. So if you feel like personally it's not that serious, why are you voicing that? Why does it matter? If that's how you feel, keep it moving. But to that's you're hit, you hit the nail on the head to dismiss it like it's not a thing to the people it matters to. That's a problem for me. You can't tell them that what they're feeling is not that serious. That's nuts because how they feel is how they feel. So I, I just think that's crazy. I saw a lot of that and I was just like, oh, this is ignorant. And a couple people are no longer friends with me on social media. Delete, block, delete. I'm not a dancer, but I know how I would feel if I turned on, flipped on, opened the computer and they now got a flag line. They look just like the silks. What the hell? What is this? 
what, 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 and what, didn't what, recognize the silks. And I think, and I think that's when you become a cultural vulture. Right. That's when you. That's when you misappropriate culture. You just putting this out here like we we right. doing this thing. We came up with this and we started this at USC, but we were inspired by this group, this group, and this group. To me, that wasn't said. And somebody um said earlier, um, would it have been better for them to just create a community line? That would have been better for me. You got USC cross your chest. So to me, that's a part of the school that. It's weird to but, me. Hey, but you know what? And, and as you say that, Portia, for them to have USC across the chest, I mean, the school approved it. Of course they are. That's going to make them look inclusive. Yeah. Which is all in Absolutely. Which That's is right. Like, which is all in gimmick. You want to do what? <clears throat> Absolutely. In this Black Lives Matter culture, this is going to get us some points. Of course so they, they, they signed they, off on it. They gonna get on the field, y'all know that, right? Oh yeah, they gonna they gonna they gonna make it on the field, and they gonna play one of the they gonna play neck or something like that. One of the one of the blackest songs they gonna find, like black and blue. No, they gonna no, they gonna be they probably gonna play back that thing up or or what's the no no no. I'm telling you, it's gonna be either that or it's gonna be uh uh what's the one that they they did on um what's the name um uh, what's yeah. the name of that daggone song? Chopper style. style. It's gonna be something. Yes, they 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 did it to they Chopper style. Chopper style, Yes, on uh on what's her name show? It was they danced to Chopper style. They, it, it's gonna be one of them. It's yes, gonna be one of them. Ripples too. Chopper style. Yep, absolutely. I'm telling you, hey. You see what I'm saying, Quan? It, it ain't it ain't it ain't right. It ain't right. I would have rather it been a community line. I, mm, Mm-mm. So Lauren, we already said that though. Yeah, I don't. We I said that USC USC is actually a, a pretty good band. I, I, yeah, I'm and, not. And, yeah, and they they do play like different like genres of music. True, but my my thing is this: how how would you think the fans of LSU would have been? Because now you know they had a brother as a band director, as a black as a head band director. If he would have changed the floor releases just like the. I think it's I think it's for Delisa or what what whatever the Golden Girl Golden whatever I can't I remember that but that dancer what if they had changed their dancers to HBCU style they would have been in the uproar too they they would have but see but that to me here's mm-hmm. and I was gonna use that as an example right <laughs> if that would have happened I would have still seen people saying it's not that serious but let LSU have done an eight to five drill. With the drum major coming out, hitting the back, being daddy, and then uh, they doing a dance routine. Then all, all no, all no, we can't do that. No, no. Cult would have turned the United States upside but, down. But that's exactly my point, right? When do right. we de- when do we decide that it's that serious? Why can't is it is it whatever it is? This Bixby thing is getting on my nerves. It's whatever is it whatever you deem part of the culture or, or is it the whole gambit? Is it the whole thing? And I think that's, that's where I get so confused at when I see some of these comments, like at what point, what, where's the line for it is serious versus it's, it's not serious. What and, is serious? And I understand that, you know, I respect Quan saying, you know, I don't have really have a dog in this fight, but it's ours. So everybody got a dog in the fight. 
Everybody, because I'm telling you, it it could have been something completely different than this. It it could have been that scenario that Julian just described. I don't play no instrument, but I'm pissed because it's all of us. It's all of it. All of it is ours. All of it is ours. So I I don't know, and I don't know. People who say it's not that serious get under my skin. I, I don't get that. Because then we want to certain like pick and choose this serious, but this not. Why are you mad about this? You should be mad about this. You can't tell me how to feel. And I just think we just need to be more supportive as a people. If you don't have anything to say to support the people to feel some type of way, be quiet. Don't say nothing, but don't belittle or demean what you know somebody's feeling that's just messed up to me and i feel like we do that too much as a people I, I, but I, I think one thing is is, is black people one thing we got to make a decision for is we got to decide okay which way we gonna go with this because other cultures and races they be like hey we like this and they may not agree but they be like hey they say we're going with this way, so we're we going to go this way. Black folk be like, nah, that ain't true. And we put it on social media and look divide, look divided. So, you know, I, I feel what you're saying. Yeah, I I, saying. see, you're you going to open up a whole other can of worms because that goes way outside of band, music education, and everything oh, yeah, else. Yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. With yeah. the percentage of black players in the NFL and how – they could have shut the whole thing down and Colin Kaepernick should have a job today because if all y'all didn't show up to work one day, they would have gave that man a job because they can't play football without us. Let's be clear. I mean, but no, I'm going to worry about my check. And I ain't really worried about him. But now the whole NFL is Black Lives Matter. It's hats everywhere. It's sideline gear. It's all of this other stuff for what he tried to start years ago. But y'all, we didn't have our own man's back. Honestly, from a historical place, there's always a black sacrificial lamb first before oh, everybody catch on. Yeah. But he didn't have to be sacrificed because there's too many black players on rosters to have they could have shut this whole thing down. If they didn't show up one game, they ain't gonna fire all of them. Who who gonna play? Yeah. Mm. We 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 have a history of that. Um, unfortunately, um, and, and I, and I've had that conversation with many people before and, and we always come up with the same conclusion. It, it was, it's all by design. Mm-hmm. It's all by design. Um, you know, we can, we can, we can dive deep into that as much as possible. Um, but we'll be here for another three, four, five hours because there is a side of me in that space that I feel very strongly about. Um, but I don't want to jump into that, that water on this particular platform or at least on this show. Now, you know, maybe down the line, I'll create a show like that. But as for now, we gonna, we gonna, we gonna move it forward though. All right. Uh, <laughs> uh, welcome everybody to talk that talk. That's all I got. Um, y'all go ahead and smash that like daddy man uh, like I say earlier you can give us a thumbs down also please make sure you subscribe to the Passion Is Network and turn on notifications uh, this episode will be up on all your podcasts and networks just type in talk that talk except for 
on Apple Podcasts or, uh, where you can type in real talk that talk. Um, we are going to slightly, 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 slightly shift gears here just for a second. Um, and this kind of goes along what uh, we started talking about in the beginning, Quan, and my lack of, I guess, excitement for what I saw this weekend as, as it relates to band. Um, and, and so I got on the phone with Rick and we were talking about a whole bunch of things. As a matter of fact, we started talking about O2 Morris Brown, Norfolk state. Uh, we had a big conversation about that. Um, but one of the things that he popped up and said, which this weekend, while I was watching a lot of bands this weekend or the bands that performed uh, this weekend is a lot of these bands ain't that good this year. Like, like when you really think about the bands that have already been displayed, right. And as a matter of fact, if you really go and, and just count it, everybody's pretty basically been displayed. Once you get past Jackson, Southern fam, Norfolk PV Alabama State Alabama hey, State You took the words out of my mouth Yeah, Alabama, Alabama State. State Come on, bro no, don't, no, 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 no. I, I'm not taking anything away from Alabama State right. I'm really not No, I disagree I mean, I, I agree I agree My bad I agree I've been messing, I've been messing them up But anyway, but no, I agree Alabama hey, State As a matter of fact what, what Alabama State did with the drum majors And the uh, what, what are they called? The, the, uh, oh, go honeybees! Yeah, they did a little Dude, dance routine. They did a little dance routine with the honeybees, which I thought was, was so cool. cool. I thought it was and, cool. And I'll, you know, I'm kind of be on the fence with that though. We had those conversations, but I thought that was dope. Yeah, and because I'm I'm usually the one that's like, oh, they they put yeah. them out there for publicity. Yeah, but then know. I was like, but I thought that was kind of sweet. Yeah, I, that and I was like, okay. Yeah, I, I thought that was all right. Yeah. But yeah. I mean really aside from them Kentucky State Kentucky State good, bro. Listen. Tennessee State good. Like we missing a few. But but see the thing about it is and and and, and I'm not taking anything away from Tennessee State or Kentucky State cuz I think Tennessee State is good. I'm not I'm not going to But the thing about it is and it's the same thing I say about Norfolk you know, I, I love the Legion, but I'm going to say the same thing about Tennessee State that I, I, I'm, I'm going to say about Norfolk. Well, I don't see nobody. Well, yeah, you don't see anybody. Hence, the level of, of media is not big. So it's just kind of like you'll get something and then it'll be a while before you get something new and then it'll be another while. It, it's like it's so much space there and it's yeah, just like. We only have, yeah. Right. Yeah. It's just kind of, they kind of get lost in the wind, you know. Uh, so that's kind of the way I feel about Tennessee State, but as in totality, like the 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 bands are kind of like me. Eh. It's just like, eh. you know, um, even if you go so far and 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 I I will say, um, you know, I think Jackson sounds good, but when you really look at it, Jackson is just being Jackson. When you really look at it, like. So the question is, are we desensitized to mediocre musicianship and, and entertainment? 
Are we desensitized to mediocre musicianship and entertainment? What do you mean? We don't recognize it? No. Basically, what I'm saying is, have we become comfortable with mediocre uh, musicianship and entertainment in the sense that we see it, we be like, oh, yeah, this is great, but it just be like me. It really just be me. So, for instance, let me give you an example. The thing with the honeybees was really entertaining. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was it was it was unexpected, very different. It was pretty it cool. Was well executed. It was well executed. But me, everything outside of that, me, you know, and I will say it, Legion sounds great. Legion sounds great. I will say that a hundred percent. But you know, last week's show was me. I completely agree. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, yeah. Ooh, oh, Quan, you want to hit it first? I'm sorry, my bad. No, no, I'm just, I'm just listening because, because I, I, I don't, I don't know, and I, I don't think it's me, mediocre. I think I'm gonna be honest. The last after that Southern Texas Southern situation. We really didn't watch band because I think we've watched it a lot. Maybe we're not desensitized. Maybe we're overstimulated by it. Because if we're gonna be honest, there's so much content that's being put out constantly where you can look at it all day. And even as a percussionist, that's nothing really that was like, oh man, like that was new. You see what I'm saying? Like, there's no, like, I think everybody was like hyped about TSU because either for two reasons, either you thought it was great or you thought it was like, oh, we doing some ignorant black, yeah, blackish, you know, type stuff. So that was it. And I think it was different. And like I said, I, th- I didn't prefer it. Because I think if I would have liked it better if they would have did that and then had a had a killer fight like the rest of the show was fight. I didn't like the way they marched off and all that, whatever. But outside of that, bro, like you can look at a zero quarter, a fifth quarter, and the songs in between every week with the drum section battle. If if they're recorded, wouldn't nine out of ten they're recording that. You can look at the auxiliary, so forth and so on. I think maybe. We're low key spoiled. I don't think that we we accept the mediocrity. Man, we may low key be spoiled because we're at a time and frame, bro. You could look at band twenty four hours, bro. And what has been different? Still doing eight to five. Still playing rap daddies in the in in the first in the in the zero. Uh, ballads really ain't been battling. <laughs> I mean. Um, that's that's all I'm saying, bro. Okay. I'll leave it at that. Portia? I'm torn. I think some of what I've seen this year, even from the onset, has been kind of mediocre. Um, nobody as a whole has like wowed me. I agree this, this year and I don't know I just expect more from us I don't know I just 
this is the to me the first real year after COVID, and I just feel like it's not giving what it's supposed to give or something. I don't know. I've been feeling this way, and I thought it was just me because I'm so freaking busy that you know I'm missing the greatness somewhere. I you know I try to on Sundays get some band clips in or you know, but I don't have a lot of time. Um, so I thought maybe I was missing the greatness. So it seems like I haven't been missing. I mean, there have been some bright spots, but I don't know. I just, I feel like last year was giving me more than this year. Um, I just do. I, I don't know if it was more excitement coming off of COVID last year, but I'm not seeing top tier this year, at least not yet. Um, I don't know if some kind of corner is going to be turned or something, but I just, I haven't been wild. I've seen some things that I was like, oh, that's dope. Or, you know, this group is killing. Um, But overall band programs, I'm just not seeing it yet. And I mean, the the people we named, hmm, um, I won't give my full-fledged opinion of the Legion. I'm just very critical of where I am. <laughs> I've always I've always been that way, even when I was in the program. I am too. Um, I, I trust me. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't give everything. But yeah, yeah. I, I um I just have really, really, really high expectations. So I mean, um, but I think that that could be part of it too. Maybe I'm just not seeing the bright spots or seeing everybody's greatness, but I just have really, really high expectations. So it could be me. And, and, and before we continue in this particular topic, I do want to say um, shout out to Jackson state for their high school battle of the bands that they just had um, a lot of schools that I hadn't, I hadn't heard. A lot of schools that I had not heard of, um, but um, you know, definitely shout out to them. And I think it was a Circuit City Classic this past weekend too. Um, so yeah, but I I I definitely feel like there is a little truth to what you were saying, Quan, in the sense that um, we may be over overstimulated, but I also think that in the same breath. Um, dog, you lying. Give me one second. Give me one second. Don't, I'm, I'm, I'm holding, I'm gonna hold my thought. Oh man. Uh, this just in, um, rapper Coolio passed away at age 59. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. So, I I just gotten that message. Uh, so Coolio has has passed away. So, um, rest in peace to, to to that brother and and uh, his family. Uh, blessings to him and his family. And and also, you know, the legend that he is. We've got to honor him as a legend in the hip hop game. So, um, so yeah. Dang. That uh, that sucks. Um, Fifty nine. 
And it's a lot of people passing away at young ages, bro. And it's not even old. Like, what in the world? Yeah. That's terrible. Um, um but yeah, so well, we gotta we gotta keep rolling. But um I think we may be overstimulated um in some type of way. And I and I I am one of those people who truly, truly believe that we cannot have so many daggone videos. I think, and, and, and this is no shot to any of the videographers out there because y'all are doing y'all thing 100%. I mean, Bandhead Network, uh, Show, Showtime, uh, Justin, uh, like everybody's doing their thing, man. So 100%, like I, I will always say, you know, keep grinding. At the same time, the zeal for wanting to see band was exciting when you could only either catch it live or on a VHS. But because it's so, it's so easily accessible, we may be desensitized to it. We may be looking for that next best thing. We may be looking for that thing that's like almost very similar to if you go back to um, if you go back to Drumline the movie when um, when uh, Morris Brown came out, the drum majors came out, and they had the 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 fireworks going off in the back like i i think that that's kind of the level at this point what we're looking for we're looking for something that's just going to be like this is freaking like out of this world um and and i don't know i don't know if we're if we're going to do that now because i think that we're because of the fact that there's this culture shift from field to stands and i'm gonna be honest there's only like a small percentage of bands who like really, 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 really focus on field. I'm not talking about two-step drills and you just want to make sure your two-step drill is clean. I'm talking about, you know, during doing linear drills and making different shapes, not necessarily patterns in motion, but you know, um, different formations almost in, in, in the vein of what Ohio state is, has, is, is, is and has been doing um and there's only a small percentage of bands who are doing that and i don't even think people care about those bands who are doing that like i think the last show that i saw from fam i think it was this past weekend was a really good show it was a really good show nobody's talking about it though not one person is talking about it because don't nobody care about field no more so it's just almost like for the percentage of people who are putting on these, you know, shows that, that, that have some ingenuity to it. It's like, me, y'all cranking up or what? Cause I don't really care. You know what I'm saying? So that's, that's just, I, and I could be wrong, but that's just my personal feeling. Oh, I thought, come on, you about to say something. No, I mean, everything you said is right. I mean, it's about having a large book now. It's about, um, you know, that type of thing. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Like, in the, in the early 80s, did they have, like, zero quarters? 
Or was like, because I, because what I can recall from the tapes, it was like after the national anthem, it was like March. You play a march, I play Marches. a march. Mm-hmm. You play your chorale, you play your chorale, and then game. You know, yeah. And then it was like a few songs in the stands here and there, a killer halftime show, sectional battles, and then you know if your team was winning, they'll play a few more hype songs. But that was really it. Yeah, and then you went home. Yeah, I don't. And and and. I'm going to go a little step further in the correcting if, if I'm wrong here, but even during the game, and I think now it's kind of circled back to that, but even during the game, it was like spirit songs, you know, during the game is when uh, PV and, and I don't know if they were playing it when you were there, but I think uh, they were playing all blues and, and, they did that during the game. They wouldn't do that during, you know, in the fifth, you know, so I, I, that was, that was the, so after we played, uh, after we warm up, that was like a warm up song, low key. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I, I, I don't, I, and honestly the fifth really wasn't even that many songs. I don't, people weren't out, out there for like an hour. People were out there, like, you get maybe four or five songs and they be your killer songs, your top songs. And they be songs, not Rap Daddy, Tuba Break, Rest of the Rap Daddy. Real full length songs. You know what I'm saying? Intro, melody, bridge, you know. And, and <laughs> so, you know, I, I, I think it's, I think it's very interesting to see not only where band is going, you know, per where it's come from, but, and I always say this, the lack of innovation that is happening at this point. But why do you think that? Why do you feel like we have lack of innovation now? Because we don't focus on drill. As I've said before, I think the lack Mm -hmm. of innovation is because of the fact that we don't focus on drill. That is drill is where you are the most creative and most innovative. You're not innovative playing rap daddies in the stands, especially now when everybody's trying to trying to recreate a specific sound. All the arrangers are trying to arrange the exact same way. So in what way is it really, really massively creative and innovative if you're all trying to do the exact same thing? Like I, and, 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 I was thinking about this the other day as I was watching watching the 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 Legion old Legion tapes. The thing that frustrates me is the fact that everybody's talking about arrangers or or how you'll watch a watch a video and go look in the comments and they'll be like, "Man, this arrangement is trash." How do you know the arrangement is trash? By what standard do you say the arrangement is trash? If this arrangement is written in open fists and this arrangement is written in open fists. How do you, how do you dictate one is more trash than the other? Like that bothers me because they're both written in the exact same way in the exact same style. But because band A is your favorite band and band B isn't, then this, this arrangement was, was great. And this arrangement was poop. Like, I, I just, I don't know. I just, I just have like these problems with all of these things. And one of the biggest issues that I always, to me, relates back to is the fact that nobody's putting innovation on the field. 
That's just my personal opinion. I just wanted to say, do you feel like people are not creative because they're not studying it? Yeah. But even still, that still relates to drill, right? Because, like, if a person, if I'm a young kid, if I'm a young kid and somebody's, I, I was told that now too, by the way, Crystal. I write, I write, I, I write weird. But anyway, um, but no, if I'm a young kid in somebody's high school and or university program now, right? And um, I'm listening and I'm seeing what the hype is per band. Do I really need to go spend hours studying something if band A, B, C, D, and the band that I'm in sounds all alike? I can just get on finale and recreate what I hear. And honestly, and this is no shot to any director out there, so I don't want anybody to feel that way. But honestly, because now we're so welcoming of younger people getting on the podium, I just got to put it on finale, put it in the podium. And if it crank, I'm good. What more do I really need to study? I don't need to go back and, and understand 20th century part writing. I don't really need to spend time on harmony. I don't really need to go back and look at a Beethoven score. I don't really need to go back and look at a Mozart score or, or anything like that. I just need to be able to write in the style of which I hear. And if I hear it and I can recreate it in finale, I'm good. But, yeah, but that's, but hold up, my bad. Mm-hmm. But if if it was it was about drill, I actually got to go work on that and study that, and spend time on that, and have trial and error, mess up a couple of drills. You know what I'm saying? Like that takes work, but that work ain't happening no more because most of these people, and once again, this is no slice to anybody, but a lot of people are just recreating drills they've already done. So I don't got to spend a lot of time on it. So. I mean, the only thing I was about to say is, but that's what separates good from great. And I never forget when I was in college and I had to read that book, the difference between good and great. The difference between good and great is when you're willing to put in those hours. Because what you invest in is what is going to be, you know, produced out of it. I'm pretty sure when it comes to uh, maintaining the, the culture and creativity of the Silkheads. Portia not only is a Silkhead, but had to be like, okay, what can I do to take them from this level of consistency and continuity and then take them to this level? You just talked about, you know, what it takes to drill. Now, this is blank, but again, when we talking about drill paper right here, uh, I, I paid out of my own pocket, you know, a uh, class for, um, drill writing. I studied under Dr. Zachary. I, I've called and messaged and had conversation with Gary Bryant, you know, to, to be better. Now, if, if everybody just wants to like, like, like I say, do a step two drill, my question is how you going to do it different? Because in my opinion, Southern has mastered that. Anytime you see a step two drill in the black community in the HBCU realm, a person going to be like, well, Southern did that years ago. I don't care if you say you're going to march from the touchdown. I don't care if you're going to march from the sideline. I don't care if the drum major come out the corner. They didn't did it. They, they've done it. They're the masters of, of that particular style. 
But my question is, it's going to be a few band directors, and I, and I feel like I'm going to be one of them that is going to revitalize band patriotry in a different way. I just I just feel that way because I'm willing to study, like you say, 20th century harmony or a Mahler orchestration. Uh, my, my thing is, at the end of the day, everybody that was quote-unquote called weird initially actually became legends. So I'll be weird, bro. But as an arranger, I think for me, that is the one thing I stand on. Everything that was called weird became legend. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I agree. Okay. I agree. All right. Uh, oh, he looked like he on the phone. Mm-hmm. But let me bring him in anyway. I'm going to put him on mute until he's done. I think he's done now. There you go. I definitely ain't got on the phone. What's going on, brother? What's up, big bro? Man, hey, this shit. I, I mean, it's still crazy. Um, I have a lot of points, Luke. Cause you, you all over the place tonight. Um, I'm gonna start with a girl. Get her out the way. Um, when I first saw the USC thing, I was like, I don't see the big deal. You know what I'm saying? I was like, I, I get it. She's black, first of all. Look at that, but she's black. Uh, when she, you know, she started a space in her own space, and the first thing I was like, well. I'm going to think on the other side of read some of the comments. She could have went to HBCU. Well, sometimes we need to realize that we don't accept it, but sometimes our HBCU might not have a major she had. You know what I'm saying? I get that. But then I was like, I'm a supporter. I reposted everything out because I still support her. But I do see the other side, and it went to the, the Jennifer Hudson show where it hit home when I realized what some of the comments was talking about. Like, you mean to tell me all they did was post one video and it went viral and I didn't have national attention? And you have these teams like the girls at FAMU who've been trying to start a dance team, a dance with the band for years, and we don't support them. I first seen that Jennifer Hudson um, show commercial at the Southern Heritage Classic when she was promoting to the people of Nashville and the HBCUs to support her show. Now, she bought a fist um, gymnastic team up there, but I just want Jennifer Hudson to bring the HBCU teams on now. Keep the same energy. That's all I ask. So I see both sides of it. I do. I, I truly do. I see both sides of it. But I feel like, I like how a girl paid homage, Kwan, she did pay homage to uh, the HBCUs and where it came from. I feel like sometimes we just want more. Like, it could be like, well, now check out Tennessee State, check out Alcorn, check out the these, these kids. We're not the first ones to do it. But I do, I do feel like, I mean, homegirl, she did her thing with it. But in some sense, I really can't fault her for a lot of the backlash that it's getting. You know what I'm saying? She only wanted to start an HBCU style team. No. Now, he was right. One of y'all said they're going to put their team on, on the football field, and now they're going to have their own section because it just it falls into the inclusion of, of there. They're going to they're gonna try to water with which another thing is not her fault. So we can't really fault her per se. You know what I'm saying? We don't know their situation. We don't know what made her go to USC. It might have been the money. I just don't like how she's getting all the, the backlash of this one thing. When, yeah, I, like, I like keeping the same energy. They got a chicken. I'm on uh, in an HBCU band group. She started an HBCU team at San Diego State. And they, 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 they danced with the basketball team and everything. Eastern um, Kentucky, right down the street from Kentucky State, they have an HBCU team too. Nobody ever been saying nobody. They do not need to be called an HBCU team because they know they're the school HBCU. A major, they got a majorette team too. You know what I'm saying? They have a lot of these teams. She just the one that just got started on it. So I see both sides of it. I just feel like she getting a lot of back backlash that like she kind of don't deserve. She just wanted to start a space at her school. You know what I'm saying? And nothing wrong with that. But I do see 
what everybody's saying. It hit home when they was on that show. I was like, dang, all these teams are dancing for years and they didn't get that kind of publicity. Dogs got a show out right now. I see both sides of it. I just don't like how it falls on her, but I'm a supporter regardless. Move on. Um, what I was saying? The big. Jason said he ain't gonna stay on that. Oh, I don't want none of that. It was like, uh, it was like the the y'all was like the the bands are like we we getting too much band or something like that. I like it's not it's not it's not entertaining right now. One last week was a lot of people bye week. You know what I'm saying? It was almost like. Who's playing each other? Last got these money games, these bye weeks. The last big game was Texas Southern and, and Southern, and had a Circuit City Classic battle the band for the first time, and that was pretty dope. But I, I think this the week where, like the, the third or fourth week, people still doing the same field shows. They're not gonna really switch them up to like homecoming or to their big game. So I'm gonna say I think we kind of like wasn't asking for too much, but at the same time, this is that period in the season. Now we roll over to October first and these big games. I need to see some entertainment, so I could I, I could agree with that. Um, okay, Curtis Space. I just hope she takes uh those I know Miss D restarts her and I guess they're gonna work and once Miss D get over to her, it's gonna be you had a choice but except today. Let, let me let me before Justin, before you go on. So I, I get what you're saying as far as the bye week and all that kind of stuff, right? But like for me, and this is this is just me personally. The energy started at the National Battle of the Bands for me, right? Because like Field wise, because it's 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 ultimately a field show, and then they have filler because they do the sand the stand stuff. I was just like me, me. So you see, now, one, now one good official from I like how y'all include a Norfolk in y'all men too, because at first I thought y'all was capping. But anyway, uh, yeah, uh, I didn't feel like I don't know, Luke. I mean. What's I, I, I didn't. I, I was gonna let it go, but I I was gonna let it go. I was saying it's me, and y'all was like Norfolk too. Because at first I was like, I'm gonna always keep it G. Cool. Well, yeah, you. Hey, I I told you. I I tell you. Hey, I tell y'all all the time. I am not biased. I will be honest. I will be one hundred. I don't. No. What you had to say? Because you had called my name. What you say? Yeah. I like that the the flag routine from the Hampton game. I want to tell you that. I was really feeling it. And you know what's crazy? I'm starting to like. I'm starting to like look at y'all style more. Even look at the videos that I recorded on last year. I really think, because I, I, I like arguing with you a lot. I like just disagreeing with you people. But you did good, so I can't be back up without you think. That's good. Y'all style is, like, very militant. You know what I'm saying? And I ain't saying, because I, I was watching one show, I'm like, well, if you learn the technique in camp and you learn, like, how to do it, you're not really doing nothing too complex until I start paying attention. Yeah, yeah, for sure. When I start realizing how, like, when one of the routines... It was mirroring each other. I was like, "Oh, wait a minute!" And then the camera flashed to one of the the the, the guards in the back, and like some people in the little, you know how y'all got y'all discerning the technique with it, how he dropped it between both arms and I caught said, it behind hey, his back. Hey, hey, I, I, I'm like, "Oh, so now I'm feeling with this because what I'm doing is but I'm I'm I'm, the, I'm giving play shine this season. I'm seeing how like okay, they good at what they do." But what they do is complex, you know what I'm saying? And you can compare teams on being what they get what they do because you can't say that you come from a flag background. You didn't always do Norfolk style, so you can understand every single person. I'm a big fan of Kentucky State, and we kick it back. But you know, I I seen it, and I'm like, 
what's right. It's on point. It's it, it just like it's fire. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you can't knock it because they executed flawlessly. You know what I'm saying? I like it. So I'll just give you a prize. That shit dope as well, and I'm paying attention to you every year you know, and I can see you. You know what I'm saying? It's coming in North Carolina. So, yeah. The last thing. Yeah, y'all know, y'all, I ain't. It's, it's real good. Can you coach the, the, the Spartans also? Did they practice the Spartans? Uh-uh. They got a coach. His name is Teddy. He doing a hell of a job with them. They look good this year. The, them and the um, Silkettes come up with those routines together, so it complements. And that it, it is some good stuff going on out there. I'm very excited for the rest of the season. So okay, I thought I, I was I was wondering how how do they know the same routine? Like how, how yeah, they... it's not exactly the same. They have twirls that complement our stuff, but whatever. If if they don't do something similar to us, it complements so it don't look like clothes thrown up in the air. Yeah, they come up. Those section leaders get together, and we you know go out there together and work together so that it complements the music that the Legion is playing. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, speaking of, when y'all get a chance, I'm gonna post it probably tomorrow. Uh, Friday, one of these, I was at so many games this week. Um, Central High School from Memphis, Tennessee. Yep. Has to, has to be arguably one of the best high school bands I've heard in a long time. I don't come from the world. Yep. I, I, when I, the killer part to me, I'm looking for the dash team to come out. All they have is flags. The flag, I want you to watch this too, Portia. The flags had three different flags. They were putting them down, rotating them, and the routines that was doing was it, it added so much color to the to the field. So I was like, dang, color quote. It's like 30 of them. I was like, and when I said that before, you looked at me like I had three heads, but it's beautiful when it's done right, ain't it? I, but and, and maybe I'm not I'm not a I come from we don't do we do flag, we don't do like that's this kind of flag. Come on, man. Sort of, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's different, it's big different, but it, it I think I'll tell you because there's some clothes full of stuff in a few of you, but anyway. Um check them out. I'm gonna post the video tomorrow. Make sure uh, I I'll post they are legit. Jackson State High School Battle of the Bands. When you walk in there, you understood you should have understood why Jackson numbers are what they are. You should understand why they are the culture. And I'm eager to see when Southern throw is there. Uh, if they throw high school battle of the bands. Long story short. All the big dog high schools in that's around the country, it was there and they had somebody on Jackson in this there. That's what I'm subbing this down. And it's crazy how it trickled down. That's that. Uh so I won't see everybody. A lot of, a lot of colleges start to start throwing battle the bands and inviting these schools because they just they like to flow there. They like to flow there. I'm being Dallas this weekend, Skyline, I won't see y'all. Um, last thing. When you say you don't agree with the media, a lot of media, Luke, I wholeheartedly for your point. Big butt. But I personally feel like it's not enough. I per- this season so far, I ain't gonna lie. I've already been trying to, I've been going to like a guy games I don't never go to because Kevin normally goes to him. You know, think back Kevin. I've been trying to like hold it down for like the stuff that he'll go to. Uh, I know people want to see this, but I'm still stuck. I'm mad that I missed the Norfolk and, um, which one called Norfolk and uh, the, the, the class. You know what I'm saying? A lot of schools that we're not seeing. So maybe I think the statement could be that. We see in the same schools that we're not seeing a lot, a lot of other people that's, that could be putting products out there. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of people, we, we, we see in the same people, but not enough people. And I feel like there's not enough media to put that in the forefront. You know what I'm saying? The USC team, this this HBCU team is getting just more credibility than the Albany States, than the in North Carolina Central. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I feel like it's not enough media in different places. Maybe maybe too much in the main place, just not enough 
in 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 places where it needs to be, and that actually sucks to me. So that's my only caveat I had to what you had to say about it's just too much because we saying the same thing. It's like people need to start giving people exposure who don't have it. That's my only caveat to. Well, I don't, I don't disagree with that. I I do think that you know other programs should uh, be highlighted more than the norm. Um, I think my only or my biggest argument with what I said was more or less just on the fact of, and I've said this before a long time ago, is that if I missed a Norfolk, or, well, I ain't gonna say Norfolk because I ain't know nothing about Norfolk back then. But when I was in high school, if I missed a Texas Southern show, I just missed it. I had to hear about it from somebody else. And when I finally was able to watch them, they were either doing the show that I had heard about or a completely different show. So for me, when I'm seeing them for the first time for the year, it's like, oh, this is dope. This is, this is new to me. It's eye-catching. It's eye-popping. But it's different now because at, you could be at a, you could be at an event. Showtime can be at an event, and and you know Showtime will go live. You know what I'm saying? So I'm watching the event in real time, and then you'll probably post that same event up maybe an hour or so late. Well, not an hour. What a different, what a, but, yeah, a different view of it. View. But I'm just saying though. You know what I mean? What I'm saying is it it's it it's easily accessible, so I can watch it in real time and then turn around next week and watch them again. So by the time they get four five weeks in, it's kind of like meh. You got a question? But if every let's say every every band every team had a, its media team and they're posting that clips because I really, I'm liking Norfolk's media and I'm liking like Incast and people who got their own stuff. Technically, you can say the same thing as you, you you can see it on YouTube. You know what I'm saying? So if everybody had their their own team, you know what I'm saying? You'd be having the same issue because you know they're posting their own content. So I'm like, what's the difference between independent media posting it and cell phones posting it than people posting their own their own self? So one, there isn't a difference in what you're saying. However, this also goes back to what I was saying about the Tennessee state and the Norfolk thing, which I think to me is a gift and a curse. It's a curse because we don't see enough of Norfolk at all. But when we do see Norfolk, it's like, Oh shoot, this is pretty damn good because we hadn't seen them in X amount of, you know, weeks. So when we finally do see them and they're doing something new or something different, it's eye catching. You know what I'm saying? It's like, oh shoot, we gotta we gotta really pay attention to them. It's almost like Queen City when 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 Queen City was a thing before it came to National Battle of the Bands, right? When people saw Norfolk, it was like, whoa, they are like super dope. But everybody was hungry to see the next Norfolk thing, and you really didn't get it until you saw the National Battle of the Bands. So when they got to the National Battle of the Bands, it was like, oh, this is great. Now we ain't going to see it again until, you know, the next big thing. But it, it, it just builds the momentum to see that program. I think the, the, the I issue. I, I, I feel it's like it's, you hardly see them, but when you do see them, it's like, wow. But in today's space, kind of sort of like if you don't post, people are like, do, do you have a program over there? You know what I'm saying? I feel like you got to have 
some type of social media presence in this thing. I'm not saying you don't. I'm not saying you don't have to. I I I just think that from because I, I guess I'm coming from a fan perspective and a band director perspective too, right? Like as a band director, I just remember it being frustrating because we have to continuously try to come up with new things because we're always being recorded and people will get bored with the same thing every week. It it used to be, it used to be a thing. It used to be a thing as a director where I could run the same show for like two, three weeks because people ain't going to, people ain't going to see it. You know what I'm saying? If they see it, they see it. If they don't, they don't. That's not cheating. That's putting, that's, no, that's like I said, as a, as a director, that is, that is, that is, it puts a lot of work on you as a director because you're always you get burnt out that way you don't have time to truly create and spend time mapping out what you want to do like if you go if you go look at my my freshman year in norfolk oh two i think we did like four or five different drills if i'm not mistaken but the thing about those four or five different drills we only recorded them once that was put out in the masses we had the A and T drill before I let go drill the star drill. And you only saw, and I'm only talking about three of them. Cause I think we did the gospel drill that year too, but you only saw every single one of those drills once, but we performed those drills like two or three or four times. Each one of them, probably not the star drill. That was the only one. I don't know. Luke, but part of it is like, almost like I get exactly what you're saying. It's like, you know, you didn't have the work as hard back then. But now it's just like artists and music. You know what I'm saying? Artists putting out albums every damn year. And that's why they don't, That's but that's why they don't have a legacy either. You don't have Michael Jackson's no more. And they be trash. Right. Yeah, I don't know, but I don't know. I, 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 I see it, but and, I, and to that point, I don't know too many people who are doing a different fish every week. Some people still doing the exact same way that y'all are doing. Like, I'm just like, I know people who still doing, they show from either National Battle of the Bands, or they just, this past week was the first one that they, they transition to it's the same thing. It just maybe it just seem more, but media ain't going nowhere. Luke, I mean, I mean, I know it's not going anywhere, but that doesn't mean I I don't have a an opinion. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, because here's the thing: like you you were talking about programs that have their own media team. So even if you look at A and T, right, with all the stuff that A and T does as far as audio, we're not gonna talk about that. But in production value, they're creative in what they do. In, in, put the camera back on. But they're creative with what, the, with what they do as far as a production standpoint of it. Because typically you don't see the same drill from A&T. And on top of that, they will do some out-of-the-box stuff every now and then that they'll record and they'll put out. Just random out of the box stuff that just is they'll shoot the same fish show and show you different angles of it. They'll, they'll come out. They may. Let's not act like these colleges not doing the same fish show and changing. The flags came out first, or the dancers might come out first. Just, they, yeah, the they may switch up one or two things. I'm not saying that they not, but what I'm saying is, even in the one or two things that they're slightly switching up, it's still something different. They're giving you something. And like I said, they're giving you like, I think the last show that they just did, which for me, it was kind of annoying, but it was different. They did uh, when they did the dance routine, they did like, um, I think it was like six different views of their dance routine. So it was like 
the dancers, the full, the the full wide shot, like two or three close shots. And I thought it was dope. And they put it on one screen. It was different. Now for me, it was just a little too busy. But somebody might have liked it. You know what I'm saying? They're just doing something different that just makes that it makes it seem as though you're getting a different product. So I think that's like even and and I'll go back to Norfolk. I think one of the things that me and Rick was talking about uh, when we were watching the the, the show this past weekend was the fact that when I was in band, shoot, because I used to be the the announcer for the band for a, a, a small time. And I used to be the videographer of the band too. So that, you know, but when you go into the, when you go into the press box, the press box ain't that high up. So you're not getting, so that drone is super dope. So then on top of that, that's how I figured out, oh shoot, we got a new field. I didn't even realize that we had turf. I didn't know when we got turf. I I didn't know. We didn't have turf when I marched. How how long have we had that turf portion? Three years now. Three years. Oh, I, I, I seen yeah, I didn't. I didn't have turf, turf when I marched. So when when that when I just seen the drone go up, I, I looked at my wife. I was like, "Yo, is that different? We didn't. We didn't. That looks different." And and then she said, "Yeah, it looked different." And then I talked to Rick. I was like, "Rick, do we got turf now?" He's like, "Yeah, that's turf." I was like, "Oh shoot!" But I didn't know that until I saw a different angle. It's just giving me something different. You know, it, it, I think that's what adds a little bit more to it. Four years. I think they got it in 19. It's been a minute. I, I never knew y'all not had church. So, I mean, I mean, I don't how much they pay attention to it. Look at so here. To- it's been 20 well, years. My freshman week, my freshman year was 20 years ago, bro. So, listen, I they got turf. That's new to me. So, it they could have got it like six years ago. I would have never noticed until that time when I looked at it from the drone video. So, me. Yeah, I, I feel you, but I just feel like I, I, I wholeheartedly believe that whole. I just feel like there's not enough people getting out there. Like I, uh, I wrote the dude Morgan who do a dancer uh critiques every week, and he got the dance teams hitting me up like, can you put our videos out so it could be it can make the top ten so it can get reviewed by these YouTubers and stuff. And I'm starting to see teams that I never seen before by a cell phone video. Getting noticed now. Them guys probably been good. Y'all just ain't never uh gave gave them a chance. You know what I'm saying? So uh, that's like more people need to go to games that that don't be accessible. I don't say accessible that, that that people just not talking about. But I do understand from a a, a videographer standpoint. Sometimes those those videos only get ten views. Who who are they? And it, it sucks. But I don't know. I do feel you though, Luke. I just kind of just agree. Uh, the, the, the viewership or the the, the the media need to switch. Or everybody you need to start. Another thing, everybody has cell phones nowadays. They do. Uh, to that point, I think people should start putting their programs out. You know what I'm saying? I, I just something is better than nothing. And their social medias in general, people have not to point about it. I can name a bunch. But go, you go on a social media, like for example, Lincoln did Circuit City uh, Classic this this weekend, right? Before then, I wonder when I go to a game, I go look up their social media because I know nine times out of ten I'm gonna post something on Instagram and it's gonna get re- reposted. Shayram just wrote me ten minutes ago asking could they repost on my video that may go viral tomorrow. So I want to tag the school, the program. But when I went to their page, I'm like they ain't post nothing since August or July. We in you know October now. You know what I'm saying? So I think people need to start taking the initiative to post something at their program too as well. So they can get out there. But that's just my. Thing. Well, I don't disagree with that. Um, I mean, you, you, you have to, you have to be with the time, right? Like that, 
time is going to keep moving. You got to keep with the time. I, I, but I think that there's also a limit. Um, you know, shout out to, to, to PV and their media team. Uh, because I, I, I remember, you know, when we started that media team for real, for real, like doing the, the road to the cotton bowl, when myself and, and Hey, Isa, when we put that together, that was a brainchild that came of us because we didn't want to just do the same thing over and over again, you know, and we didn't want to just show field show. So we were like, Hey, we know that this weekend is going to be huge. Let's record a lot of stuff. Let's record what we're doing. Let's record B roll. Let's do all of that. And then we'll put it together and then we'll create, you know, a road to blah, blah, blah. So I, I think, and even what they're doing now, they have like these mic'd up episodes, these little small snippets where members of the band are mic'd up. I think that's necessary, right? It doesn't always have to be a field show. It doesn't always have to be what happens during the weekend, just something to show the presence of the program. And, and so that, that, I think that's what I'm saying because I'm, I'm going to agree with frat brother uh, Rodney. And I'm also agree with Amos. Like, like you said, hanging the drill weekly is partly why we get mediocre performances. We trying to do a, a, a change over a drill weekly. And Amos is like, he would change his shows only for home games. I don't blame him either. If I'm taking it on the road, I ain't changing the field show. I agree. I agree with that. I mean, you, you ain't always got to change it. I agree. You know what I'm saying? Especially because if you're home crowd, like National Battle of Bands, nobody home crowd seen that drill. You know what I'm saying? You, you did it out. You know what I'm saying? So maybe the next week. And then if you got a home, you got a home schedule. You know what I'm saying? Maybe you could change it up a little bit or just do something different, but I don't know. I just feel like even with the, I get it, you, you do see a lot of it, but I mean, the, the times have changed too, Luke. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, uh, fair shit are easy to teach, especially to, uh, you got hundreds of kids on the field, you know what I'm saying? So, I don't know, it's, it's, just, it's something that's just coming along with the game. Now. Yeah, ain't nobody about doing, doing a different fish every week, but that book in the stands, like, that's questionable too because I see it firsthand with Southern. There's one thing people don't talk about with them. People, they got, they want to hear a different song every week, like different three to four songs every fifth quarter because they see somebody. You know what I'm saying? How logical is that? How fast, how fast is that to them? But, you know, since they're the kings, I guess they can kind of go along with it. We don't want to hear, hear that from y'all. You know what I'm saying? We want to hear what y'all will be capable of doing. And I know it's hard in the band director. You know what I'm saying? So I see it. I see what I can't act like I don't understand what, what time frame we're in in the media space as well. You know what I'm saying? It sucks. But, you know, I don't know. It, it's tough, Luke. I, 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 somebody you bring up to band directors or bring a band director to, to speak on it. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. All right. Well, as, yeah. as always, brother, I definitely appreciate you. I didn't know you are going to be down here this weekend. I I, I didn't. I was yeah. supposed to get. What? Question. I looked at at PV schedule. Y'all do that area? I think they added a couple of more performances on, but for the most part, yeah. Because we used to come down. If I remember correctly, we would come down on Thursday morning, and I think we would do like three performances that day. Then on Friday, we would get up. We would do, we did the the news the news thing in the morning. And then we would do like three or four performances that day or that, that, that day. Cause we did, um, we did a town view that night. So we would do like two or three performances and then we would do town view that night. And then there were a few days, it was a few times we did the battle of the bands that would happen Sunday morning. Uh, 
and then we would do the Cotton Bowl game, uh, you know, that that day. And then since I've been gone, they I, no, they added the the Sunday performance, I think 2016, somewhere around there, 2016, 2017. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's about accurate. But I think they added like maybe two or three more performances. So when we talk about the uh, – and if you've heard me my, or, or Maya or Quan talk about the, the um, Dallas tour – it be it's it's that serious. We we're you know we would do you know four five six performances a day. Bad thing. It, it looks like a it looks like a, a itinerary for like a, a a damn concert or something like that. I said wait all this in two days on top. You have the the the, the, the game itself. Yeah, that's a lot. So I see why. So I mean, uh, TV numbers the way they are. You know what I'm saying? That's 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 really impressive. But I'm gonna be out there. I'm making out the uh, Saturday morning. I'm going to that battle of the bands early that morning. We got another battle that Sunday. Yeah, uh, I was I was supposed to uh, get the pass, daddies. I was waiting for them because I had them sent to the crib, but they ain't show up yet. So I might not be out there. I ain't got no pass yet either. I, I was, you know, wondering. I don't know. I figured out. Yeah, Smiths. Because if I ain't got the pass, daddies, I ain't. I'm good. I ain't gonna... <laughs> <laughs> I'll watch somebody video for that one. There's gonna be a lot of media out there. You know right, saying? right. I like what he said in the press conference. Um, yeah, Van Dirk, man. Okay. Uh, what? Uh, Gramlin? No, PB. Uh, I just talked to Dr. Zachary. Uh, Dr. Zachary. Yeah. Uh, he was like, uh, it was so. He said they had a press conference between him and Gramlin. Yeah. That boy said, um, he was gonna. Uh, he was. Gonna yeah. We gonna rain on, on you. Yeah. yeah. And somebody, somebody said, uh. They don't have no no um no rain in in the forecast. He said, "Well, there's a storm in the forecast." Yeah. I'm like, "Yeah, it's all bad. That's what I'm talking." Oh yeah, that's you know, I've I've heard I've heard Doc behind closed doors talk a lot of a lot of, but to to see him do that, you know, in that press conference, I was like, "All right, all right, I see." Yeah, you. Wait okay. a minute, oh, no, I might need to come to this game. I never heard him trash talk like that. I say, "Damn, he was quick with it too." I said, "Oh, okay. oh hey." It, that's his personality. That's his personality. Yeah. He don't show that to the world, but that mouth. Mm-hmm. Well, I see. Like, I talked to him. He was in Indianapolis this weekend. The groups, uh, the music group performed out there. He was like, yeah. he was just talking. He very precise on point and on time because they were running a little late. He was like, is it like this every year? I'm like, I think it's CPT. He was, yeah, he did. I said, okay. I said, I see you this weekend. He said, I right, bet. But I seen that press conference. I was like, why was she trying to blow him like that? You know what I'm saying? He came back so quick and I said, dang. So I'm excited. I'm, I'm going to see. Uh, I'm, this is my first time ever going to a forever. So. Well, hopefully hopefully the, the passes show up. If if my passes show up by Friday, I got you. I'll I, I give you mine. Uh, but but if they don't, yeah, good luck. I'm trust you. I'm in there one way. Yeah, I know you're going to make it. I know you're going to make it. So right, man, we'll highlight y'all, man. Nice show. All right, bro. All right. Yeah, um, you know, one of the one of the things that that uh he was talking about was uh you know the the stand presence. And I'm I'm gonna say this, you know, when it comes to, to Southern, I mean they call themselves a jukebox. So I that's kind of one of the things that you kind of set yourself up for, right? Being in the Legion. And I don't, I'm not going to say what it is like now because I don't know what it is now. We didn't focus on stands. We never, if you go back and you look at that O2 video that I was watching, us and Morris Brown, 
Our stand's presence left much, much, much to be desired. But our field presence was impeccable. You weren't touching us on the field, but our stand's presence, it, it was sometimes it was very questionable. Um, and and a matter, as a matter of fact, we didn't really even get that big of a stand's presence till around the 07, 08, 09 time. Um, you know, that just, that never was Doc's thing. So, you know, I, I, I don't know. I think that whatever, and this goes back to what I'm always saying, whatever your lane is, whatever it is, who you are and who you define yourself to be, be good at that. But when it comes to, you know, the recording and all that kind of stuff, I just think that, that there just has to be some creativity and, you know, innovate, innovation within your media team. I mean, even me being a part of the media team at Norfolk, that was my thing. I wanted to be creative and I wanted to be innovative. If anybody, you know, remembers any of the, the videos that we did at Norfolk, you know, that that one where we did the battle with um, – I think it was Virginia State or it may have been Virginia State when when we had when they did a smooth criminal and uh, we had a young guy, Ricky, come out and he did some Michael Jackson stuff. But on the video, you see some sparkles coming out of his feet. That was me. I was just like, man, let me just do something different just just to make, you know, things different and eye popping. You know, um, some of the 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 A&T battle that I did, I, you know, uh, the David and Goliath thing, I, I found the tallest dude in the band and the shortest dude in the band, and I put them together, and I said, here, here, I'm going to record this, and I made something out of it um, just to be different. Um, so I, I think there there is room for innovation even from the videographer side, whether you have a personal videographer team or if you, if you freelance. So I, I think it's just about innovation at the end of the day. Um, all right, man, this has been a, a, a great episode. Quan clicked back in after he got his butter on both sides. Um, and, uh, Maya is still on vacation. <laughs> I mean, you know, you got that. No, nah, you don't got the butter on both sides. You said you was good on that. Um, uh, which I, I will say, I think, I think somebody got butter on both sides and they said it wasn't all that cracked up. So you gassed it. Uh, but yeah, Maya's on vacation. She told me earlier today. Uh, she is out of the country. And so she, she was like, leave me alone. So that <laughs> she ain't really say leave me alone, but it is what it is. Uh, Oh shoot. I see you down there. Uh Oh, she didn't got her little headdress on. Look at her. This is my little buddy. We used to, we used to stay on her. And then, you know, one day the light bulb went off and she said, you know what? Luke and Brown are right. And then she was like, let me go ahead and get me a nice little fade, daddy. And she put the little part in her head. I was like, oh, look at her. Look at Don't be making that face. Y'all don't even know who I'm talking about. Come on in here, girl. (laughs) This is my buddy. Why? You are so embarrassing. Yeah, but, you know, I love you. So you be all right. You're very embarrassing. And for one, y'all did not encourage me to get a fade. Yeah, we did. No, you did not. Yeah, we did. No, you did not. Just give us the props so we can move on. What props? <laughs> I am not going to fight with you on this. I know you're going to tell me offline. You were right, Luke. You were right. No, you were not. You okay. harassed me all the time about my hair. We did not harass you. Yes, y'all did. We just, y'all were the wig cap police. Absolutely. We just said take off the hat. We We used to tell you all the time. You had beautiful hair. 
and you had a beautiful face. We said, take off the hat and stop putting the war paint on and show the beauty that you actually have. We used to say that all the time. Not you calling makeup war paint. The way people put it on. It's subtle. You can put it on subtle. I didn't come in here for all that. I know. Come on. What you, what you, what you got for us? <laughs> Just to come say my piece about this whole HBCU situation since you prompted me to come in earlier. That was earlier. It's too late now. Everybody ready to go to bed. Listen, sir. I'm just going to say my little two bit. No, you good. Go okay. ahead. Go ahead. Because I literally just got off of work and it's like eight o'clock. So that's why I wasn't able to come in. But no, seriously, the whole situation, a lot of people really DM'd me as soon as that came out. They was like, how do you feel about it? Is it getting on your nerves? Honestly, of course, you're going to be a little mad at me because at first I was one of those people where it was like, okay, y'all, y'all are really blowing this out of proportion. Like, you starting to get on my nerves about it. Because one, it was people who was literally talking about stuff and you do not know what you are talking about. Seriously, like people are just going off about the most randomest things. One, you have to look at it from several different like point of views. Everybody has their own like separate things. What if she couldn't attend HBCU? Like literally, that could literally be a reason. Like what if she like legitimately had a scholarship to USC and this was just her outlet to doing that? And like I said earlier, okay, a way to caveat that is if you want to start a majorette dance line, you could have done it outside of USC. That's how I see it. That's how you can avoid this whole thing. And then one, the mistake that she made was calling it an HBCU majorette team and it's at a PWI. Now that I did not agree with because you throwing the name around and it's literally not at an HBCU. So that is very like off base to me. So that would be an argument for me in regards to paying the right homage at the right time. So for her to then go onto the public platform, the Jennifer Hudson show, so on and so forth, she did pay her homage there, but then people are still like, okay, well, why didn't you highlight this other school who did this? Why didn't you highlight these other schools? And some people was even like, well, people are still getting highlighted. They just not going on the daytime shows. Like the Southern dogs got the ESPNU situation that they're doing on that platform. So it's not technically saying that nobody is being highlighted, but I really feel like this is like clickbait because it's at a PWI. So that's why people are not like as hot about it because it's literally clickbait. Like Maya was saying last week, how are we going to keep this going? If you want to bring this dance group to USC, who's going to keep it going? You have black sponsors. That's perfectly fine. You have black women who are part of the team, but who's to say that this is not going to die down? Who's to say that this ain't just something that you're doing for the fun of it. And that's it. Once you hit these barriers, then what you going to do? Like, who going to fight for you in that regard? So, and it's just like gatekeeping. Everybody's concerned about gatekeeping. And it's kind of like, okay, but to me, I feel like that's a huge double standard. Because if you want to talk about gatekeeping, then talk about things that's outside of the dance, like Major Red World as well. The Greek organizations. Are y'all gatekeeping those? That's my thing. With the band situation, with the drum majors, even with the majorettes, are y'all gatekeeping those? Is it really reserved for just us? That's my thing. So the only thing that I see is the fact that she started it at a PWI. Like there's absolutely no African-American backing to that whatsoever. 
So I think that's the only reason why people are really in the uproar about it is because it's literally at a PWI. And you're trying to squeeze in this culture to something that wasn't necessarily meant for us in no regard. So that's No, we're on the same page with that. That's my biggest issue. If she had went out there to USC and decided, I'm going to start a dance team that models HBCU style in the city. Mm -hmm. Fine. Right. We have those all around the country. Right. Exactly. Popping it, dropping it, doing our thing with mm-hmm. USC cross your chest. That's an right. issue for me. And then mm-hmm. you calling it HBCU style. Right. This is a whole PWI child. Exactly. No. And I think she did that because she probably felt like, okay, well, if we have our school name across our chest, that means we have the respect. I really think that's why she probably did it. If we get the school on board, then that means that everybody else going to be on board with it. Y'all see what we did? We did this. So that means now we own. No, we're not. <laughs> so I kind of think that's, that's I think that, that ain't right. what I thought. I was like, what in the shucking and jiving is this? I don't know. It's just, it's so many different angles to the situation. Like, it goes so much deeper. And I'm not even whole. necessarily... I'm not really, I can't say I ain't tripping on her because it's kind of your idea, but um, uh, I I don't know. I'm not here for it. And that's just my personal Mm -hmm. opinion. I mean, it's dance teams all around the country doing all kinds of stuff, mocking HBCUs, but it's a community thing. I just don't try, don't try to force this where we weren't even wanted initially. Exactly. And expect us to support it. I, I just can't do it. Exactly. Yeah. It's and then what you calling it? That was the that was the cherry on top of that cake for me. I was like, what? No, call it something else. Call it something. <laughs> Please, just call it something else. It's definitely forced for sure, for sure. So, and I'm pretty certain she ain't have like nobody to talk to her or guide her through that before she made that decision. So it was, is she from Kelly? It was close. She didn't want to go to West Texas. She couldn't afford it. Yeah, for sure. Got it. Everybody don't want to go to HBCU. I get that. I get that. But don't call it that. And Mm -hmm. just form a community team. Just, girl, get you and those girls that you figured out that you wanted to do this with you and create a community team and call it whatever you want to. Right. So I think it's just the HBCU part that's kind of throwing everybody all over with that situation. Just don't don't utilize the HBCU stamp if it's really not legitimate. Like I'm sorry, legitimately at an HBCU or for an HBCU, it's just not it's not relevant. So good try, but come again. <laughs> all right. See now, if you would have came in like an hour and a half earlier. Dog, I that, just got off of work. I'm not, look, I'm just messing with you. Calm down. Now, now you know, if, never mind. I ain't going to say nothing. What was that? Hmm? I was just going to say something about your Wells Wildo PJs, but we good. Um, <clears throat> so, <laughs> yeah, but no, Phoenicia, If for So, for those of you guys who don't know, Phoenicia is a legacy fox from Prairie View A&M University. Uh, by the time I I got there, she was she had been done dancing. But I met Phoenicia in Beaumont. She ain't realize I met her. She don't, I don't even think she remember that. Uh, 
but uh but no great person awesome awesome person um you know she be in here every now and then she out there in, in uh arizona now living her best life i saw that little post you put up about living your best life and navigating i'm so proud of you look at that just, just remember her she was so young when i met her anyway but yeah so uh but no i appreciate you Phoenicia, for for giving that tidbit because you know um I, I'm I am one who openly admits I appreciate everything about auxiliary and everything that it embodies. But I'm also one who will admit that I don't know everything about it. So, you know, having insight from from Portia and Maya and you coming on is always great because it gives me a different perspective, especially when we start talking about things like this. So, you know, I, I, I definitely appreciate you, girl. Um, now you go ahead and get you get in the bed. Did that head wrap come like that, or did you do that? Because if you did do that, that is creative. I can, how do you do that? Does, did it come I like that? This. I don't never. Buy is that a sheet? My head scars pre tied. It is like it's it's really a sheet. Yes, I take old bed sheets or I buy fabric and I make head wraps. Wow, I'm I'm I was really serious because it's a lot of material up there. I didn't I I. I really thought it was a That's sheet. That's a talent. I got one upstairs that I have not been able to tie in three years. Okay, I, it just ain't right. It ain't. It ain't right. And I, I refuse to go out. Put that on the. It ain't put right. that on the Patreon. How to tie that? Right. Put that look, on the Patreon. Look, shoot, I pay for that. Because hey, look, I I got it. That that's that is great. And look, at least Portia was like, look, I tried it. I just couldn't do it. She at least attempted. I didn't even know it was a thing. So the fact that you did it. She, Somebody's paying for that. That is that I I told myself I was gonna buy that thing. So like in between hairstyles, I can do this because I saw this lady and it was so cute. Kicked. I got talents. That ain't it. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Three years. I promise if you just learn one way of tying it, you'll be perfectly fine. Literally. Struggle bus. I don't watch YouTube videos or anything. I don't. It's something about me. I, I'm the See, problem. I ain't learned to tie anything from YouTube videos. I just literally tie my head scars and they just come out like this. I be tucking away in my head scars and people just be like, "Oh my god, did that take you hours to do?" No, like five minutes. I know you lying. Okay, you should have seen me in here, girl. It's it's. Look at here. That's creative. That's why I brought it up. I I literally was like. As you were talking, I'm going to tell you, like, five seconds of it went by because I didn't even pay attention because I was like, did she really rap that? That is, that is, yeah. So, but anyway, no, I appreciate you, you know, always. And uh, I'm so proud of you. Just keep doing your thing. And, uh, you know, whenever you want to come on, I'm going to force you on whether you want to be here or not. All right. (laughs) See you. All right, man. Uh you see the comment from Crystal? Which one? This one, my greatest. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least it's a good reason. At least she ain't sitting up, you know, getting drunk or something, because you know that'd be terrible. So you know, at least you're getting some 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 fun would and it, info and everything else. You say what? Would it be terrible? Would it be actually be terrible on a Wednesday? Yes, it would be very terrible. Now on Friday, there'd be something different. If it was Friday, oh, don't be putting them stipulations on me. Hey don't man, put them on me. Speaking of which, uh, we got to find a way to all all of us get back together again. I'm gonna need another one of those. 
We got to do that at least once every every month. Absolute blast, okay? That's, oh, that was the best time. We had a time. We had a time. See, we got to. You say once? You say once every month? Once every month. We, I, hey, I need to pick me up. What? Listen. Every month. Come on, that ain't real. I'm gonna have to find me a, a sugar daddy or something, baby. <laughs> Freaking fly miles, Jesus, take the wheel. If that's the case, I need to find one too. <laughs> 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 hey, listen. Y'all gotta understand. I got three young kids. One, one of which is two. You I need. A I need to pick. I need to pick me up. You say what? Quan. <laughs> Did this man say I should? Oh my gosh. Look at here. I can't come to PV Homecoming. I got a game. Oh, oh man. That, who, who y'all playing? That doesn't matter, okay? That it, doesn't matter. It, it, this it is does. my job. She doesn't, have, she doesn't have a backup person. It's just her. No, it's me. Yeah. I'm it. It's just like it's just like oh, you know. I told man. Quan. So what's the sex leader for? No, 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 Quan. Don't be trying to. Don't be trying to. Don't be trying to do that. Cause I said, hey, come on to Dallas, and you was like, no, I got this to do. So don't be trying to get her out of it. No, you you just you did the same thing. Yeah, quiet. <laughs> See, that's why his phone started going out. <laughs> nah, you can't hear me now. Can't hear me now. Nope. Can't hear him now. <laughs> yeah, we can't. There you go. Yeah. I told you we couldn't hear him. <laughs> oh man, we get not. Can you hear me now? Let's stop playing on my time. Sure, we can hear you. No, we can hear you now. Oh man, nah. I said these events are paid. I know that. You told me that. That's hey, not the point. She get paid to do to do her nah, job. Nah, nah. She get paid. Yeah, that is true. Exactly. So yeah, don't 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 let me mess up your lunch. Don't no, you? You good? You good? But we gotta we gotta we gotta do it again. Uh, I don't know. Whatever we gotta we got if, is is Justin coming back in in the group with us? If we if if we do this, again? we gotta figure out when we doing this again though. Most definitely, most definitely. First of all, well, I see you and Rick at at homecoming, right? Uh, yeah. When is homecoming? Fifteen, right? Yeah, a couple weeks. Oh man, okay. We ain't even got the ticket yet. Oh my lord Jesus. Shit, we might be driving again. Um, and Justin will be at Norfolk Homecoming. Well, he said he was coming. Justin probably ain't gonna be there. He probably forgot. You can do it you can be at the Bayou Classic, can't you? Yeah, but them tickets. Oh yeah, you on. you were talking about the tickets. Yeah, I'm gonna have to look again. Camille texted me. It was it did come down some because I think when we were in Houston. It was like five something. I ain't oh yeah, seeing it. yeah. Um, oh, just to say he's still coming to homecoming. I'll try. I'm gonna I'm gonna see. All right. Well, when I hang out with y'all, I spend lots and lots and lots of money. No, 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 no. First of all, let let's get this straight. Everybody who's watching right now, I'm I got I have to say this because since she brought this up, I am frugal. I am super frugal, as a matter of fact. I choose banned from homecoming. What? Anyway, I am super frugal. But when we when we got to Houston, because this place is I, I would have chose to go to in Houston, that would have been a little less expensive. But oh no, Maya wanted to go to the to the top notch bar. So <laughs> I look. I, Cause I didn't mind paying it, but 
when that bill came out, because you know I, I I wasn't paying for me, I was paying for me and my wife. When that bill came out though, I looked over at my wife. She wasn't that bad, bro. Bro, you didn't get what I got though. Cause I got You're right. Yeah. So let me be quiet. Yeah, okay. you didn't get what I got. So I looked over at the wife. I was like, "Do you see this goddamn bills?" <laughs> but, <laughs> but I didn't. Yeah, let's run, run, run. I wanted to, well, but you saying you banned from high, um from the homecoming because of what you said about uh about accent, accent um accent yeah. I don't give a goddamn. I'm not worried about that. Anyway, uh. <laughs> But no, uh, so it, it wasn't. It was only expensive because of the places y'all chose. Because I would have took y'all to got that go Timmy Chance and got y'all an eight piece wings and rice. It would have been just fine. It would have been good. So hey, that's expensive now too, though. That's like twenty dollars a box. Are you serious? Yeah, bro, you you tripping? Timmy Chance is twenty dollars, twenty two dollars a box with the Kool Aid. You no, nah, I ain't. I, don't, I ain't never get the Kool Aid though. Man, I just I got. got I just got the six wings and the rice. But that used to be like eight dollars, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's an eight line, nah. It's twenty two dollars with the Kool Aid, and you gotta buy a tea cake though with it too. I ain't gonna much lie. You, you gotta, gotta buy a tea cake, cake now. Are you just? No, no, are no, you no, just no, get I'm the tea cake? You would want to. Oh no, nah, I'm good. I nah, listen. I just used to get the, the wings and the rice. That was it. I, six yeah, wings. Yeah, yeah, it was six wings and rice, but it was eight dollars back in the day for me. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm um, I'm gonna check the flights. I'll see. Um, I I just need to learn how to not. When I'm out of town, I just like to be out of town. No, I don't blame you. Hey, but 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 here here's the thing though: liquor is cheaper in Louisiana. We can go buy it at the Walmart. That's true. Cause I got that that bottle of That's Crown out of out of uh Walgreens when I was down in uh when we were down on Canal Street. Yeah, I hit that yeah, bottle. It was, was good. I mean, I, I, if I'm gonna go to a city, I'm experience the city. I'm gonna drink everything. I want hand grenades. I want hurricanes. I want it. Listen all. to me. I, I don't. That's like that's that's, that's twelve. That's twelve dollars. That ain't nothing. It's true. No, but I'm saying I I'm a, I'm a it's it's I've been in New Orleans like three times. So there's places I'm gonna wanna eat. And I ain't, I'm gonna spend some money, so I just okay. Well, as long as long as we go in there with that mindset, because I didn't go. I went to Houston thinking I was at home, so I'm like, I'm at home. I know the home spots I'm gonna get, and people started recommending this new mess. You know, I'm I'm old I now. Love Moxie's, okay? I no, Moxie's was all right though. No, Moxie's was okay. cool. Moxie's was cool. I ain't saying that. When we was acting a fool in there after that battle. <laughs> hey, Moxie's was all right. Don't get me wrong. And they mixed them drinks pretty daggone good. I ain't gonna lie. But that bill. That bill. And then they and then they forced the they forced the gratuity on you. They don't even they don't even ask do you want to pay it no. They go that is on that bill. But it but it's a it's a cool yeah, little one, spot. But but one of the that <laughs> Where is he at? Oh. This service is disrespecting him like this. Oh man! All right, we gotta get out of here because his his service is not doing him doing him no justice today. Oh, I, I we ain't hear nothing what you said. Yeah, we ain't hear nothing you were saying, man. Yeah, at, thank you, Phoenicia. Moxie's is pricey. Uh, but uh, let's go ahead and get on out of here, man. Um. 
How, oh yeah, I forgot how we got out of here because we've been talking about everything else. Uh, Quan, any final thoughts? Anything you got for the culture, bro? Nah, man. Homecoming season is upon us. Be careful. Truly enjoy yourself. Uh, PV homecoming is about to be epic. After the two year hiatus, the greatest homecoming on earth is about to make your return. So I'm excited. Uh, and, and speaking of which, it has been a long, long time since I've been to a, a PV homecoming. Um, Please make sure you're there, bro. I probably won't come to this one either. What the hell, bro? Why? I don't know, man. I, I When is it? It's uh October 29th. Uh, I'm getting that set early, early, early Saturday morning, I'm sure. So uh, swing through. We're gonna be there with the fam. Yeah, I'm about to say you if know? if if your sister if if my sister's there, then then I'll probably end up being because my wife will probably make everybody. Me everybody gonna be there, bro. Well, I know everybody gonna be there, but I'm just saying. That's the day. Uh, that's yeah, yeah, that's nah, the day we play. Nah, um, we play nah. Howard that day. Oh, you can skip that game. Nobody cares. Like it's Howard. Do you play Howard at Howard? No, it's at Norfolk. Skip that. Oh, my gosh. The Silks will be fine without you. Trust me. Even if they mess up, they will still be better than Howard. <laughs> I'm just saying. Was I wrong for saying that? Okay. I'm sorry. I apologize for that. I just I just wanted to see Portia. That's it. Okay. I apologize. Howard, I didn't mean that. What are they called? Flashy? Is, is that what? No, they're. Um, I don't know that I know the name of their flag session. I forgot the name of their flag session. But sorry, I, I didn't mean it totally. Okay. They beat just a bunch of them. I think they got like 24 of them. It's more than a band. Um, <laughs> I ain't even been drinking today. Okay, it's getting late. Uh, but yeah, but no, I just wanted to, I just said that because I wanted to see Portia. Okay. That was no disrespect to Howard. <laughs> it wasn't. We gotta hurry up, Portia. Any final thoughts? Anything you got for the culture? Um, no. This was a good one. I wanted. I really wanted to be on here for this. I'm sorry, I missed last week. Last week was a crazy week. Um, but I really wanted to be on here for this. I I think that you should pursue whatever your passion is. Um, but just be mindful when carving lanes. Um, is the only thing that I can say. Find your niche, but just do so with purpose and intent. Um, have a, I'm really excited for homecoming this year. I wish I could go to more homecomings. Before I was on staff, I went to five homecomings a year. Um, I just like, it just feels like a family reunion, a cookout, all in one it's so much going on and i you know even with um my responsibilities after they um take that bow at the end of that um i hit the road and go be a regular person enjoy homecoming so i hope everybody who can get to a homecoming get to one have fun enjoy yourself and live life man because people are leaving here left and right so enjoy the moments that you can absolutely um and some of the things I want to say real quick, don't forget that the U.S. band's uh, performances are coming up soon. Uh, they're all in October except for one. 
So just make sure that you check those out. I'll make sure to run the commercial before the end of the show. I actually did it at the beginning of the show as well. Uh, but check those out if you want to be a part of it. If you have a band program that you want to participate, you can go to usbands.com and get the information on that. Um, then also, I do agree, uh, Homecoming definitely is upon us. And <clears throat> we we I, I guess I've been inadvertently invited to PV's Homecoming, back to PV's Homecoming because it's been a very long time since I've been to a prairie view homecoming uh so i don't know i might make appearance out, an appearance out there uh norfolk state's homecoming all i'm gonna definitely say is just be safe with whatever it is that you do uh drink responsibly wrap everything up please wrap everything up you don't want no illegitimate kids coming out of those situations trust me that's not what you want or anything else coming out of that all right also please make sure you take care of yourself and you know covid is still a thing all right. Um, let's not think. Let's not act like it doesn't exist. It does exist, and it does suck when you get it. Uh, so just take care of yourselves. Also, please make sure that you guys stop by the store www.realtalkthattalk.com. You can also pick up the merchandise there. Use the code HBCU uh, Band to get thirty percent off your purchase. Also, please make sure you check out the Patreon. Uh, we got some good things in there, man. I have nothing else. This has been a super, super dope episode. Please make sure you click the like button on the way out. Subscribe to the Passionist Network and turn on your notifications. If you go back and watch this episode, you are free to comment as much as you want. And also, you can click that like button in. All right. Once again, I got nothing else, man. You guys have a great time, great day, great night. Porsche's about to go get something to eat because she ain't ate nothing. See y'all later. Thank you for tuning in to Talk That Talk. Find us on social media outlets and YouTube at Real Talk That Talk. Talk That Talk is a brand of the Passion Is Network. You can contact Passion Is at passionis1919 at gmail.com. If you would like to contact the panel of Talk That Talk, email us at realtalkthattalk at gmail.com.